up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 58. And today we got uh, two guests on the show. We got uh, back for the second time, Camillo in the building. Hey, keep it down, keep it down, keep it down, keep it down. (laughs) And then we got Danny. This is uh, first time. What's going on? Oh, shit, somebody threw their panties up here. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) But a long time listener, bro. Long time, man. I wanted to to have you on the pod because um, you seem to enjoy it a lot, dude. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I wanted to bring you in on the conversation. And um, so a little bit about both of you guys. We we all went to school together. Uh, you guys graduated in 02, right? Right? 02, yeah. 02, right. 02. Okay, I graduated in 03. So the year of our Lord, just... 2002. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just playing>. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the class ahead of me. So I was, yeah. uh, I, I was a wee little boy compared to them. A little whippersnapper. A little whippersnapper. But uh, yeah, it's dope to, to be able to sit down with you guys. Like, what is this? 50? How many years later? Since high school? Since high school? <clears throat> 15? God damn, dude. That's a long time, bro. 15? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a long ass time, bro. I still feel like I'm running young, running and gunning, bro. Yeah? But no, I don't. Not at all. No. No, it's catching up, bro. Slow, bro. Yeah. I, uh, the other night, I must have slept wrong or something, dude, because like I just woke up and I felt like shit. I felt like I didn't sleep at all. And, um, then I started getting a headache, and the headache mm-hmm. was just lingering for like a few days. And then the back of my neck started hurting. I was getting shook, dude. It's I was tension, like, bro. Yeah, yeah tension. I thought I was yeah. dying, bro, because I never get headaches. Yeah, yeah. I never? Ne- no. Being a business never. owner, you never got headaches. Well, I mean, like, I not not physical headache. headaches, but like, like I was saying, that's why I had to get on the CBD drops because I had the physical irritation. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't consider that a, a a headache. But yeah, I got the headache, and I guess it's what tension, yeah. tension headache. I don't even know where back that's from. Yeah. yeah, dude. So yeah. Um, that comes from a lot of shit: stress, build up, you know, tension in the body. You got to you got to go get a massage. Yeah, I, I went and I got a massage, but I don't know if that was the right thing to do because it had it was already messed up you know i think i got to do it like a preventative mm-hmm. kind of thing but anyways we're getting old and we're dying guys period so um works, bro. born to die camillo he is the owner of the barber lounge in downtown oxnard mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh what other uh what other business uh things you have going on i know you always have something going yeah, on yeah well um right now i'm concentrating on the barbershop trying to trying to kind of like rebrand it in a way without rebranding all of that makes sense really trying to rebuild up the uh, reputation not that we have a bad reputation but you know you can always you can always, you always improve, want to grow and get better yeah keep it fresh yeah um with the barbershop you know we're trying to bring in got a couple of chairs open so we're trying to look and get some fresh new talent in there to help us keep the ball rolling and we got some veteran barbers in there holding it down yeah and, um Kind of let go of the other two barber shops that I had. Um, just too much going on, you know, dealing with 15, 20 different types of people and, and attitudes and everything gets a little stressful. Oh, the one on um, Wainimi? You yeah. let it go already? Yeah, let it go. Oh, okay. Which I thought I would never do because that's where yeah. I started my barber career. Yeah, headhunters. But, but at the end of the day, whatever. Business is business. Yeah. So I'm really concentrating on getting my construction business rolling right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What nice. kind of construction? So it's going to be like mostly roofing, but only on federal establishments. Oh wow! Yeah. So nice. So yeah, that's my main focus right now. You've uh, you've always been a hustler, dude, and uh, Danny the same. 
So you got a MD um, detailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detailing. So he's the one that that comes to the shop and he'll take care of the M and looks spotless all the time. I even found, I, I think it was you that you put a little baggie with change. Yeah, he does that, yeah. No, bro, I want to tell that you guys something. Tell me, tell me. Before tell me. we even start getting like deep into this <laughs> shit, I want to tell you right now, because my man comes to my shit and he takes care, of, to take care of my shit too. So he always puts the change in a in a little Ziploc, the yeah. little snack size one, not for the sandwiches, for the snacks. Yeah, for the Oreos, for yeah, four yeah, Oreos, yeah, four <laughs> Oreos. Bro. And the third, you got to break one of them to make. <laughs> so I go in there and he's getting ready to wash, and I was, he's like, "Oh yeah, the thing, your coin bag." I said, "Yeah, don't worry about it, bro. I spilled something on there. All the coins are all crusty and it's like dirty inside." I was like, yeah, "My bad, bro. Don't, together. don't worry about it." Yeah. This dude takes the coins out, washes the coins, bro. <laughs> Puts them in a fucking brand new bag. Details, bro. I was like, oh baby. my God. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I I literally, because you can, on his truck, you can take off the whole cup holder. It's like yeah. a square this big. Yeah. Take it out. I put the greaser uh, um, solution on there to get it all broken up. I flip it out and the thing comes out like a like a meatloaf. Oh. All the coins stuck together. I'm yeah, like, the coins, bro. This ain't going to work. Yeah. This ain't, and I think I throw money away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I let it, I put more solution in water, let it soak. Got out, dried them, and I'm this like, man, that's some crazy. shiny money right here. That's dope, man. I that's couldn't dope. believe it. I got in the car and I was like, this fucking guy washed my chains. <laughs> this is next level. <laughs> that's good, man. But that's uh, the yeah. hustle. But even before yeah, that, sure. you were into uh, painting. Yeah, man. you painted the, the hood on the Chevelle. In high school, I took uh, four years of uh, auto body, auto paint. I took two years in high school and then two years after. And I, I graduated top one of the top students and then perfect i never i would ditch school here and there quite a bit but i would never ditch the auto body auto yeah paint. Mm-hmm. i love that class and uh, i learned a lot there a lot a lot and um even made money after like i i painted your hood yeah i painted chenta civic he had a black Civic. oh that's right i painted my brother's car um he had a buick regal uh-huh then i painted oh, yeah. my car i had a nissan altima uh man i painted a lot of cars man nice yeah. so what what made you kind of get out of that <clears throat> people not wanting to pay and then finding work was was i would find something work on it get paid and then wait a while till you found something else and i always found myself wanting to like whenever i i finished a car i really liked the way to stand back and look at it when it was done and i noticed that that it wasn't really so much the work and the paint and body it was the detailing that i liked mm-hmm. so oh, i'm like okay. I, I, i'm chasing this to get the look of what i want it to look like after i'm done detailing i should be in detail yeah yeah so nice dude so how long have you been doing that for detailing uh, professionally about 6 years 6 7 years wow. yeah dude that's really good that's longer man. than i've been a barber, <laughs> <laughs> been a barber well i started years. like that is I knew I wanted to do it. My brother was was uh, washing trucks for this company that he worked for. After work, he would go and and wash six or seven trucks, and he would ask me for my help. All right, I'll go with you. I went over there and I saw the way you know his operation, what he had going on. I'm like, dog, there has to be a faster way. We're like filling up a bucket and then a brush, uh, and doing mm-hmm. this bucket brush, bucket brush, and then brushing it. And nah, so. I looked into it. I went on YouTube. I Googled a lot of stuff, did a lot of research. And I said, man, if I'm going to do this, I got to buy something that I could only use for this and not turn back. So I'm, I can't buy a generator because I can use a generator for anything. Yeah. Pressure washing. I already have one. And you can use it for anything. So I bought a water tank. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to use a water tank? Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? So I bought a water tank. I threw <laughs> it in the back of the truck, started building up my, my setup and everything. And uh, once it was complete, we took it and we finished six trucks in like, I think, an hour and 30 minutes. 
Wow. And what it took him to do like three hours, we were there three or maybe even longer washing six trucks, seven yeah, that's trucks. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Wow. That's that's funny that you say that because before we even got on the podcast, you were <clears throat> asking about the equipment. And I said the same thing. I knew if I were to, to yeah. buy uh, some cheap mics or something like that, I could have probably did this whole setup for maybe two, three hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. But for one, the quality of the sound wouldn't have been good. Right. So it would have already started me started me um not ahead of the game I, I would be playing catch up you know when i knew what i needed to do to jump in to to uh be able to podcast with like quote unquote the big dogs right because when it comes to podcasting the the value is in your uh your content to a certain extent so as long as you have good sounding mics, that's all you need. And then uh, after that comes like the content, you mm -hmm. know, so I just wanted to make sure that I, I got all the equipment that I need to spend some good money on it and then just force me to do it. And see, I, me, myself, I never listened to podcasts before. I was like, I don't, have, I don't have time to listen to someone talk, but I work from home for Anthem. Mm -hmm. So when I work from home, I'll put something on and. And I remember I had be I just began following Camillo recently because my brother told me that hey, I found Camillo on on Instagram. I'm gonna shoot me his 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 um his IG. So I started following him, and then it just like that month I think you had him on. Oh shit! No yeah. way. So then so then I'm like oh I'll I'll, I'll check it out I'll listen and I knew you already from high school and everything, yeah. so it should be cool. So I listened. I'm like man I really like it. And I always thought that it was just you know a, a mic mm -hmm. and then you guys just talking. I didn't know it was a setup like this. It was. But the thing when you think about it, the, the production quality behind it, like the, the way it sounds, you don't hear like a lot of static. Yeah, or like yeah, that. yeah. So it's obvious that you spend money on it. It's yeah, man. Low. It was something that I wanted to uh, focus on because like I've been listening to podcasts religiously for at least the last couple years, that's you know, cool, um, even more than music, because at my job, I can just yeah. that's what you do. You just listen to music mm -hmm. all day and work on cars or whatever and we'll watch youtube videos and things like that but i'm just like man i'd rather gain some knowledge from something and when people are having a conversation you don't have to physically be there to be able to take the gems away from yeah. from those uh conversations so um i just got i just got addicted to it man and i knew that it was something that i wanted to do and even when we did the podcast it was like episode six yeah, or something yeah. like that yeah, man yeah. we had a whole different setup we didn't have the back yeah. wall or anything oh like no that. it wasn't no, like this no way just, dude i think it was just this table and that that little roll away right there yeah really? yeah yeah dude so it, it's already yeah. evolved a little bit in these uh 57 episodes but um yeah this is something that i really want to stick with and i want yeah, to i want to make happen I man dope. and you um, learn a lot man like like with him with camillo I didn't know he went through all that before I even met Me him. Me neither. No <laughs> clue that he was like ward of the state and all that stuff. That's, That's funny. crazy. I've been getting that my whole life. People always think that just because of like the way I carry myself or who I am or what I do that I just like everything's been given to me my whole life. Yeah. People just assume, you know, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but like there's a lot of a deeper story to a lot of people oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. that are out there. And that's why Since I like to just believe, you know I mean? sit down with people. And it does, it does, they don't have to be a business owner. They don't have to be a hustler. They don't have to really be anything. Yeah. As long as we can sit down and have a conversation together, that's the biggest thing that matters. Yeah. But um, it's dope that uh, that we all came from like the same place and we're all doing something that that we like at least something extracurricular you yeah. know right, right. uh business owners in our own sense even though um the businesses 
whatever scale that they are on, they're our own little mm -hmm. thing. Right. And I, I think that that's something that's dope that everybody should have. Even my, uh, my cousin prep, you know, he, uh, we got him started with the fishing oh, yeah, stuff right. with yeah, that bad that. fish yeah. cartel yeah, stuff. That's dope. And I'm just like, dude, if you're passionate about something, that's, that's rare. Mm -hmm. Because there's people out there that aren't passionate about anything, dude. So if you have a passion for something and you want to just research things just because it makes you happy, that subject does, dude, you could figure out a way to monetize yeah, it yeah. or at least make it more of a hobby. So when you when you have free time, you, you the energy you're you're sending towards that can grow and who knows what it'll grow into, you know, like the barber thing yeah. with you and even the detailing thing. Did you did you cut hair before you started professionally cutting hair? No, I mean I had some clippers and I joked around here and there, but never nothing serious. Never nothing serious, and I I think I t I don't know if I t said last time about the hobby even came. Yeah, but it's it's been a while, man. Let's bring it back. I, I legit was like uh, got out of the army, came home, had a bunch mm -hmm. of jobs, and didn't like none of them. I was quitting, and I one day was like, well, I can go to school for free from the army, right? So I started looking up schools on Google, like schools that take the um, GI Bill. And I found uh, two, one that was local is a plumber's apprenticeship. So I started talking to people about plumbing and people like, oh, you can make, you know, $30, $40 an hour and you can open up your own business and get a van, a van or like a U-Haul truck and hook it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's not bad. It's a smart idea. So I thought about it. A couple weeks later, I drive down to the uh, plumbing school, which is over in, in Ventura, right up the freeway, um, just past uh, Seaward. <clears throat> and uh, I go there to try to sign up for the printer's apprenticeship program and it was closed. So I was like, damn, what the hell? Shaking the door, nobody's there. I was like, oh, whatever, call. Oh, we're not open today. I was like, all right, whatever. So I get back in my car. I was like, well, do I go to In-N-Out? Because <laughs> it's like right there on Seaward. Or do I check another school? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Double-double? Yeah. Double. <laughs> or a career. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of tricky. I didn't know what to do. So I went online and I Googled again uh, GI Bills, um, schools that accept GI Bill. And there's one popped up, WBI, Western's Beauty. And Western Barber Institute. So I was like, "How come? Can I ask you something oh. real quick? How come that GI Bill won't work at that places here where they where they teach how to cut hair? They weren't open. Oh, oh okay. My yeah, bad. nothing was open then. It was just there was no barber schools. Barbering wasn't even uh, a fad yet because it's oh, a fad right now. Big time. Man. They, people, most of the people that are barbers are lame as fuck and they just want to do it to say, "Oh, I'm a barber." You know? Yeah. Like they don't care. They're not. In yeah. It they want to smoke weed, get tattoos, and have braids. Like they don't give a fuck about being a barber. Yeah. So. I went to barber school. I looked up the place and the barber school was open. So I was like, fuck it. I'll drive out there. It's, um, it's like 45 minute drive. So I drive out there. I get there and the place is closed. It, was, it wasn't even WBI. I went to the, another one first and it was closed. So I went to WBI after. And the lady sat down. She's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. She's like, well, 50 bucks will hold your spot. You can start school them, uh, next Tuesday. So I gave her 50 bucks, left and came back. And I was a barber. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was crazy, yeah. So you had to learn how to do perms and all that stuff too, no? Sim not Kind of, but not too much. Yeah. It was like a very... Because you're not there for that. You're there nah, for that. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly yeah. men's grooming, shaving. And to be honest with you, barber, you don't learn how to cut hair in barber school. You can go to barber school for a year and not have a clue what to do with your clippers. Oh, really? They teach you about sanitation, you know, client, you know, you're keeping your customer clean and yeah. sanitary and all that. That's really it. Airborne pathogens and blood and stuff like that yeah 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 so, but it was dope had a good experience the school got shot up so i felt like i was at home you know what I mean? really what, <laughs> yeah, what happened there well you were there so, yeah well i was in well we were in school 
So it was like right there in the. In so you've Pacoima. been in two school shootings. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the school is in Pacoima, right? Okay. Um, which is like, uh, you know, they got like three P's. They got like a blood gang and they got crib gangs and they got the Mexicans. Obviously, every neighborhood has that shit. Yeah. But these guys were constantly beefing. These there's like two or three bloods and there was like one crip in the school that was like, let it be known he was a crip. You know, he made a big deal about it. Well, I guess one day they got tired of that, so they, they tried to fight him. He didn't fight. He took off whatever. Well, they came back that night. In the evening, like we got out of school like at two thirty, came by like at two o'clock and just started shooting at the front of the school. Yeah, really, like three or four dudes. Yeah, it was crazy. You just hear that shit. Everybody was hitting the deck and shit. He got up. Nobody, the dude they were going after, they didn't even hit. They hit like a random kid that was just there, shot him right in the leg. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dang. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But speaking mm-hmm. of that, uh, that shooting, you guys remember the one dude, from school? Yeah. Like I told you, Absolutely. I did, I ditched that day. Oh, did, did you? I ditched the whole day. Hey, this is the best day of the year. <laughs> I didn't, I like, what the fuck, bro? Dog, how was I supposed to know? I ditched all day. <laughs> and I went, I, like I told you, I didn't ditch Auto Body Auto Paint. I went to Auto Body Auto Paint, and they're all like maybe like 20 minutes into school, and they're, they're talking about, oh, the school, you're shooting at Wainimi. And I'm like, you tripping, dog. No, there was a shooting, for real, for real. I'm like, there was no shooting. I, I, I drove home, and then, because it was night school. Yeah. I drove home. Was, was the one in Camarillo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I drove home and uh, I drove by the school and it was it was dark. There was nothing going on. I turned on the TV, nothing. And then because you didn't even talk about it, mm-hmm. the, the the local news or nobody. Really? Talking. And then they, maybe they did a short segment and then that's when I saw my. Like, oh, I don't remember shoot. them talking about it much either. Now that, yeah, now that you mentioned there wasn't. There wasn't because I couldn't even believe it. I just remember saying that everyone was jumping the fence and the fence was like falling <laughs> yeah, over like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah, it's funny because we we're in the um, cafeteria. You kicked it right there. Yeah, right? well, what happened? It was raining that day. Well, yeah. it was like raining in the morning. It was like overcast, so, real nasty. Yeah, so they're day. having people eat real the school shooter day. Yeah, real school shooter day for sure. <laughs> school shooter for sure. It was school shooter outside. <laughs> <laughs> so they're really poor. We got school shooter. <laughs> oh, shit. So fucking, I was sitting at the benches, um, in the cafeteria or the the yeah, in the, quad? In the cafeteria, yeah. in the cafeteria. Oh, in the cafeteria. Yeah, it was okay. dirty. It was like muddy, and so every you know everybody didn't want to get their shoes dirty. Air Force Ones was hitting back then, so <laughs> everybody's <laughs> strapping. <laughs> so everybody was in the cafeteria chilling, and I remember I'm sitting there, like just sitting at the thing, and I remember my boy Dwayne, like always, is making a beat. I don't know if y'all remember Dwayne Taylor. Shout out Dwayne Taylor. He was making a beat on the thing. There's probably like ten of us sitting around, just our regular cliques. Me, Tamar, Lamar, Julian, Kevin might have been there. Just like a bunch of the everybody we kick it with. Yeah. And I remember, um, I think it was Stephanie Kimberling, if I'm not mistaken. She came running in through the the thing, screaming, there's a shooter, there's a oh, shooter. Or he got a gun, he's got a gun. And everybody's like, what? I remember Dwayne jumped out of the thing, like, whoosh, like out of it perfectly, like as if he just like got shot out of a cannon, grabbed me by my backpack, and like drug me out of the bench. You know how those like seats that are Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Drug me. I got up to my feet, and everybody just got up, and like our whole little clique just started running. Boom. Oh, yeah, Lamar was there, too, because we juked his car. And we legit, it was like a, it was like a movie, bro. I swear, we motherfucker kicked the door into the kitchen, and we're like going through the kitchen, bro, like, uh, like, and trying to find our way out the back door. We're looking for the exit, the knocking over pans, <laughs> straight up, bro. It was like a fucking the movie, bro. French fries and cheese. <laughs> we were knocking shit over. Finally, we hit the back door. Boom! Ran out the back door, and all of us just hit the fence like one leg. Oof, like right over that bitch. Yeah. And jumped in my homeboy Lamar's fucking four-door Honda fucking Civic, bro. No way, dude. And we drove down the street, not even a block down the street, to Siobhan Turner's house. And everybody was just right there hanging out. And I remember it started raining, raining. It was raining. 
and you can hear that shit go. Yeah, you know talked about it in the last podcast. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing. Yeah, yeah, I went to Chentis Pad because I was just in a I was in a classroom and we were watching like skate video or something like that with uh with Oscar and um we're just chilling in there and I just hear like a bunch of people screaming and mm-hmm. shit and so what's going on and usually people are are running yeah. to a fight but it looks like they're running, running from something I was <laughs> yeah. like why why is everybody tripping right now my brother knew that guy really he was friends with them he uh he went to Austin High School right I, I'm or, not sure, but my brother knew him from uh, from sixth, fifth or sixth grade, and we went to Hathaway, and um, we had just come back from Georgia. We lived a year in Georgia. No shit, dog racist over there, man. No, I mean, it's probably better now. In South of the Bible, <laughs> no, no, but, but no. <clears throat> this is back. Um, what year was this? Ninety five, I think. Ninety four, ninety five. Mm-hmm. We lived over there. Okay. Ninety five, ninety six, I think. And um, we moved over there because my dad's job moved over there. And uh, I remember living there, and and we were you know, Mexican, obviously, but the only Mexicans within like probably a hundred miles, man. Mm-hmm. Really? They would say the, the kids in school would say to us, "Your your your skin's brown, but you're not black, and your your uh, what they say, your hair's sh- you're straight, but you're not white. What are you? Really? We're, we're Mexican. They're all." Do you know how to speak Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, Hell yeah. We went, you know, what, a barber store. We went, my dad took us to get a haircut. Um, and it's like uh, the movie um, Gran Torino, you know, a barbershop, yeah, old school yeah, barbershop yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walked in, little bell, jing, jing, jing. When you open the door, everyone looks at us and it, it just stops. And my dad's all, yeah, I want to get my kid's haircut. I can't cut y'all hair here. And I'm like, excuse me? I can't cut him here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, shit. Yeah, really. But anyway, so we got back. We it was in that period where kids change. They're like you know you had your friends, then they kind of start getting weird. And yeah, then, yeah. So so we didn't have the <laughs> same friends anymore. So we went to Hathaway. Everyone like we, we because we had lived a year in Georgia. We have like we we talk like that a little bit, like, <laughs> y'all and stuff y'all. like that. So um that dude that that shot that that got shot, he befriended my brother. Even though everyone was like, oh you know you Georgia blah blah blah. blah. Even though dog, I was born in right here in Oxnard. Yeah. You know? But uh, he befriended my brother. They became friends, and 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 no one would mess with my brother anymore because he was like the homie of the oh, of the really? class. Yeah. Damn. So he's always been bad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, wasn't bad about shit. it no more. <laughs> man, that's crazy. That's sad, man. Yeah. What what ended up even happening? Like, what was his whole reasoning for that? Was it just? I think he had gone out with that girl. I think that got. Yeah, they were together. Yeah. What I'm, and if I wasn't mistaken, like he was at Oxford High School, and this is just what I what I was told mm-hmm. that he went to Oxford High School. I think. Or maybe continuation school, but he came and like had her at knife point, right? And then they took the knife and then he had pulled out a gun or some shit. Something like I that. Somebody said he showed know. a knife to somebody and then he pulled out a gun and then But they just let him on campus. Right. It wasn't it was, hard. It was from far away, right? Yeah. Where like when you get your books, like, like there was a sniper up on the roof or something like that. That's what I heard. I don't I think know. The sniper, I wanna say he was on top of maybe the gym. Because the way he was because he got shot in front of the library where you, the window was. Oh, in the library? Remember, I yeah. thought he got shot by the girls' locker room because somebody said, "Oh, look, the bullet. There's a bullet." No, he got shot. He got. I'm about ninety nine point nine percent sure he got shot right oh, by the okay. library. Okay, okay. But Dude, there was mad fake that news window, back you know where then. That window was <laughs> where you can go and get, like you said, you know, the window was you get your books. Yeah, yeah, was always yeah, in yeah. If I'm not mistaken, that's where it was because I mean that's what I was told. Imagine though being that sniper having to shoot a kid. I know that guy. 
The sniper? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Not like best friends. Yeah, yeah, but you know who he is. Really? I've met him multiple times. I don't know how you do that, man. You got to shoot a kid today. Oh. That's he's retired. Like, he's retired. Oxnard PD now. That's oh, yeah? Oxnard for you, bro. Everybody yeah. fucking knows everyone yeah. here, dude. That's crazy. That that is wild, man. Nerdy. But that was what two thousand. That was two thousand one. One. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about something. Yeah. That you uh, brought up it. when you did on the, when you were on the radio. You talked about it was funny because you said we didn't have anybody come to our school except for the yo Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yo <laughs> <laughs> But hold on, I remember that they had um. They had uh, that one Mexican singer, Lupio Rivera's brother's cousin's plumber or something. Like that. I don't know. He came to the to the to the. What? He came to the. You you'll remember this because he came to the um to the stage and to perform something, and he started clowning on a black kid that had orange hair. He said, "Oh, he looks like such and such." I don't know what he said, but everyone's like, "What? What?" And and it started like a race war. You remember that when there were blacks and Mexicans? I do. I each always other? remember that. That's just been going on. That's how yeah. it started because that dude had said something about. He started clowning on the black kid, and then the Mexicans, all the Mexicans were laughing. Oh, because the Mexicans. Were they laughing H A H A or J A J A? J. You saw the J's coming out. But yeah, that's what that's what had started that that whole little race. I remember when that shit was going down. Yeah, right. Like they had to like cancel like. What's that? Nutrition, and they had to cancel all kinds of other things because of that. Really? Yeah. Damn. Going home, like, kids were getting jumped like, yeah. by the park. Oh, where yeah. the hell was I? Bro, I, was, in, so I was involved in watching and 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 getting into so many different like racial wars, bro. Like, because <laughs> at Yale Green they had the same thing, but it was with like older people. But they did it at Yale Green. It was like the blacks and Samoans. Mm. It was fucking crazy. Then it was the black Samoans and the Mexicans. Then it was the blacks and the Mexicans. It was nutty as fuck. Really? Always, bro. Just big ass rumbles right there in the park. You know where the softball field. Yo, Green was right mm-hmm. behind that mm-hmm. where there's like a big ass grass area. Always, bro. That's crazy, Always. man. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that was like a race war. I'm yeah, like, that oh shit man. It's crazy, right? I don't really remember <clears throat> no good acts coming to the school, huh? Like, no, there was not I mean, Q1047, they would come and yeah, they were chill as fuck, for though. a little while or whatever. They'd <laughs> 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 no. be like throwing CDs and like, yeah, I caught one one time, like, that is stupid. What the hell is this? Well, it's a single. This is. <laughs> yeah. It's a single. Yeah, not even that. It was something I never even heard. I'm like, what is I this? I always like, Q147 to me was like, I hated that radio station. Why? I don't know. I just felt like they sucked, bro. Like, I don't know. I didn't not like the people. I just didn't like the, the demographic of the radio station. Like, what? Like, I don't know. It seemed like, I don't know. Their focus is just, mm-hmm. I stopped listening to them years. When I was a kid, I stopped listening to them. I just think that there's a very weird demographic out here, man. Yeah, so it's hard to cater, but yeah, it's it's hard to cater to these people out here, dude. It's uh, what do you mean these people? These people, (laughs) what do you mean these people? (laughs) Exactly, these these (laughs) Oxnardian (laughs) fucking people, bro. Oxnard's a very very funny place, bro. It is, man. I I love Oxnard because it's home, Mm -hmm. but uh, I won't claim a lot of shit that goes on here, man. There's a lot of disrespect and a lot of people have no class. Oh here. yeah, I know. Um, shout out to Stay Classy, Oxnard, baby. Yeah. They're Hell highlighting yeah. that shit all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. so embarrassing, man. And it's just like I, I, I want to get as far away from it as possible. And it shouldn't have to yeah. be like that, you know. This is my hometown. This is yeah, where I grew right. up. But I, I can't associate with that kind of stuff. Well, I plan on moving. 
Yeah, I, I want to take myself to. As soon as uh, my kids are grown, well, as soon as my kids graduate high school, I'm fucking out of here, bro. Really? And it's not because I don't love Oxnard. I love Oxnard all my heart. I fucking love Oxnard, bro. But it's like I'm over this shit. Like out of California? Probably. Really? You can just start yeah. a barbershop somewhere else or what? Fuck no. I'm gonna be sitting on the <clears throat> beach, bro. Oh, my construction, ties. huh? I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah that's I cool, really man. do want to move though, but I love it in Oxnard. Like I never thought I'd want to move them into my life, but this last like two, three years. You know, matuing and all that. You know. Yeah, no, it definitely like, does get to you, dude. Especially when you want to, uh, when you want to grow, like within, and there's not that many people around you that are trying to do the same mm-hmm. thing. And then if they see you doing something, it's always like, oh, you think you're bad or exactly. something. Like the dude. lack, the lack of peer support from Oxnard is the fucking worst, bro. Yeah, dude. And the hate that comes from like the people in the industry, like whatever industry you're in, is ridiculous. Like. There's enough fucking cars for there to be multiple detail. Places. Oh yeah. There's yeah, enough yeah, yeah. barbershops. There's enough cars for that need bolts and other equipment and yeah. Like why can't everybody just be cool and all make money together? Yeah. It's not like it's not a competition. When I first became a barber, I felt like I was in constant competition with trying to prove who I was as a barber and also as a person because like I was getting attacked from every angle, bro. It was, it was crazy. Like I didn't even know how to handle this shit. So you you seem to uh, have brought up some uh, some issues that you have with barbering. Uh, you want to go over that a little bit? Well, I personally don't think as far as the culture of barbering. Yeah, the culture of barbering is watered down right now, bro. There's no more like true barbers that. Well, I'm not gonna say there's no more, but the new barbers that are coming in the game are between. they're lame as fuck, bro. Yeah. yeah, they don't have no heart and no soul for this. They don't have the hustle in them, like. When I first became a barber, I was looking and I, you know, I looked up to T, who was there around, who owned Headhunters at the time. Shout know? out to T and and Chris Woozy and Mo. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, Those yeah. were the main guys that I looked up to because that's who I cut hair with. And I would see these dudes come to the shop all day long, sometimes not even get a lunch break, grind it out, and then on the weekends have fun. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, I could do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now the barbers come in and they're like coming in at eleven, leaving at three, coming in at one, leaving at four. Like they're fucking lazy. Yeah. And then when you get on, I'm like, hey, guys, I need you here at this time. Oh, for what? It's slow. I said, it's not slow. I said, you're slow because you're not putting in the work and hustling and grinding to build your clientele up. You so you still mean? you still get on them even like, because I'm thinking, I don't know how the, the economics works. So I'm thinking a barber comes in, he pays you his boots rent. Whether he show, comes in and cuts hair or not, does that, that matters to you? Yes. Okay. Because, okay. so. Because the representation of the shop. Absolutely. Okay. So I could really, if a barber comes to me and they say, hey, this is going to be my schedule. I'm cool with that. This is your schedule. We'll work around it. Because I have my own schedule. And I don't expect them to question me on my schedule. You know what I mean? But when we got barbers that are coming into the business and they don't even have clientele and they're taking two or three days off a week or they're going out of town every other weekend like that, I have an issue with that. You know what I mean? Because one, you're not putting in the, the time or paying your dues to the business, bro, to be, to just think, oh, I've been cutting hair for a year. I'm a veteran now. That's not how it works. Yeah. If you've been cutting hair for four, five, six, even 10 years, and you're lazy, you are you don't come on time, you're always rescheduling clients so you could do stuff with your friends, and you're not putting in the hours, you're not a veteran either. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. really not. You've just been cutting hair for a long time. You're always learning too, I'm sure, right? Yeah, the styles absolutely. change. Every week there's a new hairstyle that comes right. out. But the issue is now, like, if I tell a barber, hey, bro, where you at? We need you here. we got walk-ins waiting. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm out with my da-da-da. It's like, well, I don't really care about that. Because what happens is you groom your clients to be a certain way. 
and that's with your business, your business, every business. You groom your you groom your customers and your clients too, because you know everybody has customers and some people have clients. You know what I mean? So you groom your customers and clients to be a certain way. Now, if you're constantly every time I call you and I need a haircut, I need a haircut Friday at three, and you say, "Oh, I can't get you until Saturday at one," or "I can't get you until Monday or Tuesday next week," you're grooming me to just stop calling eventually. Yes. You know what I mean? Or if you say, "Oh, um, I can cut you on Wednesday," and then you call me Wednesday morning like, "Hey, I got to reschedule you." Like, oh. all right. Or I show up on Wednesday at one for my appointment, and you're not ready until one thirty, one forty-five. You're grooming me to stop dealing with you. Like you are, you are pushing me yeah. into another barber's chair. No, I feel and you that's on that. How, and that's what's happening, bro. Like it's crazy because people come to the barber shop. Like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Oh yeah, and you know, every barber asks, hey, where you where you usually get your hair cut at? You yeah, know, you're curious. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, so and so cuts. Oh yeah, how, yeah, he's a good barber. How's he doing? Oh no, I can't get a hold of him. In three weeks, he won't trim a call. Oh, bro, all the time. Really? All the time. Oh, I know. I ain't talked to him like two months. You see how long my hair is? I ain't had a haircut. Well, yeah. Well, glad you came by. Cause his hair, give him a card. Hey, and it's not even like pushing yourself out. Hey, if you ever want to come back, here's my card, man. You can always call me. I'll take care of you. You know what I mean? How so, many times have you seen that when when one client goes over to another barber and the barber's all like, "What's up?" Well, you never get. I never. You never. Oh, it happens quite often. Yeah. It's, it's happened with, in the barbershop. It's happened with me before. Oh you know yeah. Because I mean? there's been times where, a lot of times, like. Like I, like I always tell people, like, I like to do early. Like, I like to come in 6 or 7 in the morning and get off 2 or 3, you know? And that's just the luxury of being self-employed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that everybody could do that because you always got to put your time in. Like, you told me the other day, he's like, oh, don't even trip, bro. We could we could, we could, could podcast at 1 in the afternoon because I've been going in super early in the morning and getting crazy work done. So you're free to come in the afternoon because yeah. you did what you had to do, right? Yeah. Same with you. You, you When I needed my, my car detail watch the other day, you're like, I don't have time of that day. But let me move some stuff around. And since you work for yourself, you're able to make those adjustments. You right, know what I mean? Right, so right. boom. You're like, all right, I'll be there at three o'clock. You know what I mean? Boom, done deal. You know what I mean? So but barbers don't do that. Barbers just leave. They don't say nothing. Or they just don't show up. So you got four or five people waiting. You have eleven chairs. There's only three barbers there. And you're like, What the fuck, bro? Yeah, it, it definitely does make you know uh I mean? the barber shop, especially since that's like your baby, it, it makes it look bad, dude. Um, and no, no disrespect no, to your I'm shop not because tripping, bro. it, it matters to any other care, shop. I don't care who's listening or how many barbers are out there. <laughs> you're fucking lying if you're saying this is not happening in your shop, bro. Because we talk, I talk to owners and barbers everywhere, and they say the same thing. Oh, we can't get so and so to come in. We can't, you know. what I mean, it's, it's it's not just barbers; it's self-employed people in general. Yeah, and, and and what's real funny is that I know exactly what you're talking about and the kind of people that you're mm-hmm. you're you're talking about. And these people, they they live such a glorious life on Instagram. But just just know, guys, if you're if you're listening, and you're that kind of person, like a real hustler knows what that is, and and you're a joke. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent a joke. It's like bro. a child. That yeah. that is how a child does yeah, business, exactly. and that that's it's embarrassing. Just, might as well just go get a regular job, Sam's Club or, or perfect, <laughs> yeah. perfect cuts. Perfect cuts, bro. Sam, yeah. What was it, Sam's Cut or some shit like that? that? Fantastic Sam's, Sam's. Yeah, fucking. The thing Sam is, will cut that shit. And I hundred percent, bro. Like, <laughs> I hundred percent support people that you know work hard and they want to sometimes show, you know, what the spoils of their, you know, like. Hell hey, look, yeah, man. Look, I worked all week this week, twelve hours a day. Even on Sunday, I came in for four hours. I went out and bought me. A three hundred dollar Gucci belt or whatever, you know, people like whatever to buy, you yeah. want to buy. Yeah, I wear the same sweatsuit every day, so yeah. I don't have I don't even have nothing name brand but Nike. <laughs> yeah, but 
Yeah, so, but the thing that I hate is when people are like, every day it's like a constant, you're constantly flossing, constantly showing up. Like, to be honest with you, nobody really cares. And all you're doing is building a fake, like, image of who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I see that a lot every time I go in the barbershop because what, what I like to do is is uh, if, if I'm in an area where I can learn something from, like say I'm not I'm not friends with everybody that's in there, I'm not really going to be like loud mouth and talking mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm more listening and taking it in and filling the whole, the whole scene and see what's going on. And sometimes I'll just be in there and just listening to stuff and I'm just like, damn, that's like, that's how I used to think when I was really young. When I was oh, no, in my very early twenties, when I was just on my bullshit, and I, I when when I didn't have guidance, mm-hmm. that's the way that I used to think about stuff. And I mean, everybody has to go through it, dude. And I'm glad I did go through it, and I'm glad that the 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 span of time that I went through it, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't that big. It was maybe like four or five years or I something. I was about like the that. same for me. But it's Bottle just popping and all that on the, on, on the gram. Yeah, yeah. When when I see people doing that, I, I really want to reach out to them and be like, "Yo, bro, this this is like you don't deserve this." Oh, but you can't because you're a hater. Yeah, I'm a hater. Don't, don't do yeah. it because you're a hater, bro. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. You're a hater. But don't tell me how to be successful. You're a hater. I don't want to hear that. So but that's people's mindset, bro. It, it it is, man, and it's really sad. And uh, one thing that can help everybody listening is this uh, accountability. Accountability. You know? That's that's one of the biggest things that's helped me grow is accountability. I've really, really tried to like start doing the accountability thing ever since I stopped. I just listened to um Yeah, how do I the audiobook of um I feel retarded because uh, uh Extreme Ownership. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once I listened to Extreme Ownership like three or four times the audiobook, it's like, damn, I'm fucking up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like legit. Oh, really? Like, yeah, you legit be like, damn, he, damn, that's what I'm doing. Like, it just breaks it down, but it's good. But accountability is like the main thing, bro. And like a lot of people, including myself and probably us, all three of us in here throughout our life, like struggle with accountability. You know what I mean? It's tough, bro, because you don't want to you don't want to sit here and tell yourself, hey, self, you fucked up. Yeah, you don't you want to be like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'll just I'll redo it tomorrow. It'll be fine. No, nobody's going to even notice anything happen. Yeah. But and- in reality, like that's one thing that they preach in, in the military is integrity. You know what I mean? Take, doing what's right, even when you're in the absence of, of uh, leadership and anybody's around. You gotta have integrity to to take accountability for yourself. You know what I mean? That shit's tough, bro. I struggle with it every day. Yeah, and I feel that if you don't take opportunities when that when they uh, when they do happen, say mm-hmm. you do something and it messes something up. So say you use a, a solution on somebody's car, right, right. and it and it fucks up the rims or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, hey, the, being real, I've done that. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm definitely sure it's oh, happened. Yeah. You know, and at the first split <clears throat> second, you're thinking like, "Fuck, why didn't this guy just tell me?" That these wheels were freshly <laughs> yeah. anodized or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. No, you it was know? Um, this huge bus. I have it on my Instagram too. This huge uh, RV. Oh, this huge RV. And, and the guy tells me, he calls me up. He says, Yeah, dude, we start talking price and everything like that. And it's this, this, it's this, um, he said it's a, a fifth wheel uh-huh. or a trailer, trailer. Yeah. I get it's an RV bus. Uh-huh. It's like the size of a Greyhound bus. Oh, shit. Two axles in the back and one in the front. Yeah. I'm like, I get there. I'm like, dude, you didn't tell me it's this big. Let's talk about the price. So we talked about it, whatever. And I, okay, let's get to work. So I open it up, start spraying the rims down, and I could see the aluminum on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He didn't well, tell you you got them rims the other day nah, from Pick Apart, huh? Nah. <laughs> so I'm like, because they were so bright, I thought they were chrome. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. they were aluminum. And I put a, yeah. uh, uh, a chrome 
cleaner on there and it, it you can just see run lines on the rim well nothing i can do now yeah I just clean the whole bus and then i told him hey man i messed up your rims but i'm gonna make it right you know and it, it takes all night or even come back come back tomorrow and mm -hmm. i did I, I i ended up getting two of them fixed and then i had to come back and fix the other four the next day yeah but yeah i had to own it you know and he was cool with it the good thing he was cool with it so and that that's really dope dude and i, and I kind of learned that when i was working at best buy because we would break shit mm -hmm. all the time over there and oh yeah we would try to fix it so the customers wouldn't know which is like against policy but i felt if i was able to fix this and they can't tell that it's good you know so i would fix in and if there was a way that they can tell if there was a a, a crack mark yeah. or something i'll say you know what do we ended up breaking this stuff like i i try to fix it most of the time there's like oh, i don't care whatever yeah like, all right that's yeah. cool but for to to pass the blame on to somebody else to me that it makes me feel like a coward when I do that kind of stuff it makes me yeah. feel like a coward like and and then it makes me uh, it makes me realize like is that am am I different or do these other people do they feel like cowards too but they just they're too scared to accept the consequences or or what's what's going on you know because yeah. there's more people that that will pass the blame on that then will take accountability mm -hmm. for it i've even got to the point where i take accountability for stuff that that is literally not my fault because i've put myself in that situation to have that that issue say you're hanging out with somebody and, and you guys get into some kind of problem and they were the one that caused all of that stuff at the end of the day it's still your fault because you chose to spend time with this mm -hmm. person even knowing what kind of person that that this individual was yeah. you know whether when they oh when camilla gets drunk he gets violent you know and when we went out to the club he uh he beat up like 15 little uh Oaxacans or something <laughs> <laughs> they all owed me money <laughs> every last one of them you know what i mean and i and i feel that that's that's something uh that's a good quality to have is because a, a lot of people they they don't have that at all and um I could just see that with a, a lot of the young kids coming up, dude. They're mm -hmm. they're not having anybody, any OGs, any role models to look no. up to. They're looking up. They're looking up to the fucking clown ass dudes, bro. Because they know it all. They feel they know it all. They got the answers right now. Yeah. Google and YouTube. Well, I know how to do that. I know how to do that. Like That's I'm pretty true. sure you get that all the time with haircuts. People always <clears> telling <throat> me how they want to cut. Like I don't care. I'm gonna cut it the way I want to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but what's up with all the barber shops opening up? Because I remember when I, well, if I, I don't have hair now. Bro, it's a fad, bro. Man, I, there was only two barbershops like that was raised. It's like, buying, it's like buying designer clothes now. It's like cool. It's like cool to have a barbershop. Yeah, the first cut I ever got was maybe in 2004, 2005, and that was at Smooth's. Yeah. yeah you so know, when I say smooths, cut, I mean like a, like a like a taper like or something. Like a legit cut, like not, like like a, a legit not like cut. a not like a six dollar. Yeah, before yeah. that it was six bucks. For sure. Christina's. For sure. Really quick, huh? Christina two yeah. thousand. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, say the two thousand right now. Right there. I don't know where the other uh, uh locations are at, but she's up to two thousand. That's so a lot of fucking shots. Shout bro. out to her. Man, you go home and your skin just goes sanitize anything. Just next next. Do they still have that? I don't know if it's open, but the store is still there. Really? I buy and look at it and laugh all the time. Like, golly, that place is still there. 
Crazy man, but you're right, dude. There's a there's a lot of barber shops lot, in Oxnard. Man. There's too driving down, you see uh, opening soon or whatever. Yeah, there's, yeah. Some, there's more popping up. But out of all these barber shops, you do see some uh, gems, and uh, I've actually been trying. I want to bring him in here. I haven't spoke with him, but uh, Hollow. He's a monster, bro. Yeah, dude. Shout he's out to Hollow. Monster. He has the. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he still has it, right? Re up. Oh yeah. In uh. Where, where's that on it's Vineyard? On, it's on the corner of Vineyard and um, the Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Cross Junior. And I remember him when he was working at the barber shop at Headhunters. Mm -hmm. And um, no disrespect to him, but he wasn't the best barber when he was working there. He was he was the new guy. Mm -hmm. So he was the new guy, and he was the guy that they would send the walk-ins mm -hmm. to. So it's crazy to see somebody like that, the guy who they're just tossing the walk-ins to, to run one of the most successful barber shops yeah. in Oxnard. That's really, yeah, really tight, is, man. His shop is thriving, bro, always. And he has also other, like, things that he does that's in the barbering industry. Yeah. So, like, he has other businesses, too, like aftershave and razors. And, oh, really? And now he just came out with these mobile face steamers that are dope. They're, like, the size of his water bottle. And mm -hmm. you can steam your face during the haircut for, like, different stuff. Really? Shaving, opening the pores and stuff like that. When you so know that, when you know that um, you have that in you, that entrepreneurship, and when you when you put yourself, your mind to something, and you actually achieve it, then it makes you think like, damn, what's the next thing I can mm -hmm. do? What else can I do? And that's like with you, you're always doing something, and you even tried the uh, what was it, the the pomade, the the hair stuff. The pomade did good, bro. This is at the time I just didn't have the money like to really get it going like I wanted to. Yeah. So I kind of had to like just take a step back. What was it called? Wet Supply and Co. Okay. Yeah. So Danny, have you ever thought about um, maybe getting your own line of uh, supplies for I detailing? Have, man. I really? Have, but just so much money to put into it. You Is know? it? Yeah, but I, for the private labeling? Yeah, yeah. You would just have to contact somebody that can bottle it for you and just sell it. But most yeah. of it. The thing about well, that you is... You just got to find somebody to make it for you. Right, right, and right. And bottle it yourself. Right, but a lot of times with that, it's just you'll be buying a product that's already there. It's just your name on it. True. Well, right. I mean, most of that does help out too because it's, it, it's branding mm -hmm. right. yourself. Um, if you know that the product works and you know that there's a, there's a value in the product... Um, a lot of these companies do private label. Even maybe what what company do you use for your? Or you don't have to say it if you yeah, don't no, want. Yeah, it's okay. I use Shine Supply. For Shine. Most of, my, most of my products are Shine Supply. Not I sure if some, I'm familiar with that. They're, they're out of Ventura. Okay. Yeah, it's a bottle. If you ever use it, it's probably well, I will say the best mm -hmm. products. Easy on, easy off. Everything works. Well, I won't the way be using it. To. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anybody cool. listening, if they use yeah. it. I'm pretty sure they'll be happy. I wouldn't even use it. I would just call him. There you go. Let him use it. He's a professional. I know, dude. I've gotten to that age, bro, where I'm just like, you know what? I have. It's not about the money. It's about the time. The time. The mm -hmm. time. You know, and when I know that that is your specialty, yeah. you're going to make this car look dope as fuck. Do it. Yeah. Because you're you're feeding your family with this money. This is fueling your hustle, mm -hmm. your 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 business. This is what you do. Okay, cool. Go ahead and do that. And people have told me the same thing. People that have maybe a small machine shop or something, they're like, dude, I know I can make those washers. It's no biggie, but this is this is your hustle. I want what you offer. You you take this inconvenience that I would be having and you make it convenient. Right. You know, and uh I think I think that that's really dope, man. And I'm maybe you guys might know somebody. I've been looking for somebody to do uh 
to paint one of the rooms at the shop because we're going to redo the uh the showroom at the shop and it's just like i i really don't want to just get dirty one day i'm trying to get mm -hmm. as far away from manual labor as I know possible really yeah yeah okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. you show so i always have this thing in my head that, that whenever somebody asks me something ask a barber because barbers, oh, probably, barbers probably know, hey, I know one person yeah, I know that you does do. anything and everything. Because think about all the people they talk about. No, you know, they talk, they talk too, right? Day. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Ask a barber. You need something? <laughs> ask a barber. Yeah. You're definitely right. Yeah. But uh, That's true, though. It's actual uh, factuals. I, I, I got a question that I've always been curious about, man. I want to I dig a little deeper into, um, you know, mm -hmm. you guys know how I like to get weird on, mm -hmm. on thoughts and... Uh, and life and things like that Analyze um, it. so you're so you're a twin yeah tell me about that bro man it's weird man yeah when is I it was, when i was a kid i thought everyone was a twin really yeah i remember, I remember going to bubbling springs park with my brother and like meeting like other because you can do that back then streets without safe. getting raped right yeah <laughs> so we, <laughs> we'd be over there and uh we'd meet like a kid and we start playing with them and we ask where's your twin <laughs> and then they'd be like what <laughs> like, yeah where's your twin don't you have a twin like, no, no yeah man yeah i was i was i was little i thought everyone had a twin that's hilarious. so how far are you guys apart two minutes two minutes two minutes man oh my god your poor mom dude didn't even get a breath no, bro was, oof, two, two minutes, minutes. Oof. i don't know what's worse doing it back to back or having like a little gap in a break i wouldn't be able to tell you man probably back right? to back i would think yeah just get it, get it out <laughs> Just yeah. get them all out. Are you sure there's nothing else in there? <laughs> but it was I'm cool done. though, man. Because like you always, the, the way I can put it, anyone who has a twin would probably relate to this is that you always have a best friend no matter what. That's mm -hmm. tight, you know? dude. We're, Hell we're yeah. super close, me and him. We, we don't even, I think, let more than one day go by without talking. Really? Yeah. He had he had gone to Mexico one time and I didn't, I stayed back and for a week. He took off and part of Mexico they, they were at, they didn't have phones or anything. So by the end of that week, man, I was dying, man. I could I didn't talk to him. I couldn't see him. I had nothing, you know. Wow, but when I crazy. saw him again, I'm like, oh man, it's crazy. It's crazy. I never had that feeling because <clears throat> like I had never had a twin, but I never even had a brother. You know, I love my sisters to death, but yeah, it's yeah. just like we're we're not even the same. They're they're going through different problems <laughs> yeah, yeah, than yeah. I'm going. Yeah. And they're getting confused all the time. Me and my brother. My but my dad even the last his last days he couldn't tell us apart that well really yeah because um when we were little we'd get in trouble at the house and my mom would say i'm gonna tell your dad when he gets home my dad would come home da, 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 he they did this and he did it which one he goes danny grabs one wah 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 i'm mike i'm mike oh, oh i'm sorry i'm sorry danny wah 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 like, no yeah. shit yeah that's funny, whipping the wrong dude. one oh, but cool. then also when we would get in trouble I would be grounded. My brother would go in there and go ahead, go out. I'll stay. I'll chill here for you. No, so I'd go out there. My dad wouldn't know. My yeah. mom would, but we stay away from my mom. Just you know, my yeah. Dad, hey, I thought I, my dad grounded him. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm Danny. Or I'm Mike. All right, go ahead. She like, just switched. It was cool, wow. man. That's some cartoon shit, bro. Uh, I didn't yeah, know you could really not do not that. No, it's for real, man. It's for real. That's wow. Um, another time in high school, um, we had a substitute teacher and. Uh, I had the, my brother had the, the class first period and I had it sixth. So he went in there, whatever. And sixth period, I went in there and the teacher's taking role and he goes, wait, you were in here in the morning. I said, no, that's, that's my brother. He goes, 
no, no, you were here in the morning. Get out of here. And I said, no, it was my brother because I wanted to stay. It was yeah. whatever. What am I going to do? And then um, everyone's vouching for me saying, no, he has a brother. He has a brother. No, he does. get out of here. I'm like, all right, get out of here. And I left. No he shit. Took, he took role. He took my name. But this was after a while when mm-hmm. he's going through the class, walking around, and he recognized, you were here in the morning. Uh, get out of here. So I left. But he wow. took role already. So. You wouldn't have to tell me twice. Get out of here. Right, yeah, right. Get, this <laughs> get out. All right, I'm out. Uh, I'm going to go home and <laughs> not do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So do you do you guys have uh, um, any of those like connections that, that they talk about? You, you know what the craziest thing is in our whole life? And he, I, I brought it up to him a couple days ago. And he goes, man, I, I've been trying to think about it. It's true. We've never been sick at the same time. Mm-hmm. The only time is for chicken pox. Mm. We both had chicken pox at the same time, but we either I get the, a flu or a cold or he does, but I can be around him and I won't get it. Yeah. Other than we've never been sick at the same time. So that's that's probably one connection that we have. But never like you felt something uh, weird. No, that's a myth probably. You, you think, think so? so? Uh, I'm trying to think of times when I know that. Oh, you know what? I, I got, he, t- he tells a story to everybody all the time. I had gotten in a car accident. And um, the doctor gave me some Vicodin. Mm-hmm. So I was taking Vicodin, and it would make him itchy. What? No yeah, shit. he'd be at work, and he'd call me. He's like, hey, did you take a Vicodin? I said, yeah. He's like, man, I'm itchy like all over. And that's one of the side effects of Vicodin. <laughs> that's crazy. Man. Yeah, and he's like, I'm itchy all over. And a couple and days ago, by, take, stop taking that Vicodin. I'm all itchy. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I definitely believe in that stuff. Like not not just with twins, but with people that you're really connected mm-hmm. to yeah, when, right. when they when they're going through something and you're not even around them, like, you know, you'll just get a weird feeling like, oh shit, I'm gonna text my lady real quick, you know, yeah. see what's, what's going up, on. Yeah. Well, okay, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um so That's still crazy. nowadays, how how often do you guys hang out? All the time, man. Really? All the time. That's yeah. dope, man. We should every weekend we do something together. So I would anything. see you guys. You guys go on vacation together? Once, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whenever we go to Vegas or we'll go to I don't know anywhere. Just Vegas. Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, you already got Vegas stories, huh? Nah, I actually, you know what's funny is like as wild as I am, I don't have no good Vegas stories. No. Wow, how did that happen? Like people always think I'm crazy because I'm like, bro, I never met a girl in the club and took her back to the room in Vegas before. No. And I get. And you said, you notice how you said in Vegas? In Vegas. He's ending that story with in Vegas. Just saying. No, I've never had that one happen either, dude. And I get Vegas. wasted out in Vegas, bro. I'm in Vegas in a few years. I'm actually going next weekend. The next weekend. We have our yeah. yearly trip. We go for uh, SEMA. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, but other than that, like we really don't go throughout the year because you're there for a whole entire week. It's, That's it's a, in Vegas. Anything over like two days is way too long. Yeah, so that that like five day span that we spend out there is pretty pretty good for the rest. You have a of booth the there? Or? No, dude. Okay. We it's it's pretty much like a, a networking fest, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's coming up to SEMA, maybe about September. You're just gonna start getting mad emails and 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 inquiries like, hey, we're building this, we're building this, and then it, and then what that means is, hey, do you want to give me free product so mm-hmm, we can mm-hmm. put it on the car? So then you have to just think about it if 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 this is a car that you want to represent your brand, you know, if that's a way that your brand mm-hmm. is going, if it's just some like random car that's gonna be off in nowhere, kind of like ah, because it, it's. It has to rely on you as well. If that stuff is, if you have, say, the car has Downstar on it, I have to go find that car. I have to take pictures mm-hmm. of it. I have to keep promoting. So it's not, you don't 
you can't really leave it in the hands of right. of the person who owns the car because all they're going to do is put a sticker on it. Mm-hmm. And they think that that's what justifies is, oh, well, it's at SEMA, there's a sticker. But there's stickers everywhere at SEMA. So uh, the cars that we do sponsor, we kind of make, make sure that it's something that it's going to bring value mm-hmm. and that... Um, it's something that we want to be part of. So we'll we'll go to the show, we'll check out cars, and uh, we'll go talk to people because usually the the higher ups for all companies are at SEMA. Yeah. So if there's people that you want to network with, or um, even this year, like I want to take the whole podcast equipment and set up some podcasts. Uh, last year I did that, but it was the podcast was barely barely getting rolling, and I think by the same time this year. Uh, it's gonna be a, a hopefully a lot bigger. Have you ever been at SEMA and walked up to a car and seen the owner there, and they don't know that you're the guy who's your your, your equipment's on their car, mm. or they know who you are? Yeah, I've had that happen before, and their their mentality completely changes. Yeah, once they find out, which bothers me. Yeah, I, I you heard know, you talk about that in the last I, podcast. I, I'll I'll go up to somebody's car yeah. and I'll check it out, and you know. Some people do know me, but it's not like my face is everywhere where everybody has to know me, you know. So I'll go check it out, checking out things, and then um, I'll just get a feel for for how the person is. Because even if it's my own personal car, if I'm at a car show and somebody's looking at it, I'll I will greet the person. I'll say, "Hey, what's up, man? How's it going?" And oh, hey, how are you? Oh, is this your car? Oh, yeah, you know, answer a couple mm-hmm. questions right. or whatever. But if I go up to somebody's car and I just see that they're just you know fucking cool guy and then once they see the shirt or see the hat like oh oh you work for downstar you know i'm like yeah and then their whole mentality changes and i'm just like dude you're not the kind of person that that i would want to to be around right to associate with because i i don't think that that's right man i i think that these people that that build these cars they need to show love to everybody mm-hmm. no matter if it's a, a little child who who can't even buy parts that you're selling or that they can't repost your car and get you more followers or anything like that like dude this is a child and if you're not going to plant the seed in their head maybe somebody else is but you can be the one to plant the seed and they'll remember like oh i remember seeing that car i had a poster of it in my room you know you never know (laughs) what kind of impact that you'll have on somebody and i think of that shit every day because I've had people that that have left impacts on me that were uh were negative, and I just won't ever fuck with them. No matter if if we uh if we cross paths in the future, I, I'll never forget how they made me feel. Mm-hmm. You know. But um, I don't even know how the fuck we got talking about that. Vegas, 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 oh, baby. Yeah, I had Vegas. a crazy one. Me and Mo went to Vegas for New Year's one year. I think it was New Year's Eve two thousand eight or. 2009 or something like that we just didn't have anything going on and it was earlier in the day and we're like yo dude let's just go to vegas man and we drove out to vegas <laughs> dude and we uh we got there maybe like at nine o'clock at night and we just walked the strip drinking partying and then we went to the car and it was in the parking structure we just left that shit on put the heater on and went Damn. to sleep <laughs> what yeah and we came back the next day no, we, we just slept in the yeah, car. yeah. We slept in the car, and once we woke up, then, yeah, yeah, we woke up. Yeah. We went to the gas station, filled up, and headed back, dude. Oh yeah, that's tight. And that was what Mo was really good at, dude. Like 
Back in the day, me and Mo, we would. And could I you, know. Could you do that again? No. No, right? No, I, I wouldn't right? do that now. No, I would rather just get a room, you know. Yeah, I, I, like, chance, bro. I, I like to uh, be comfortable nowadays. But that was back in the day, dude. We didn't have money like that to be throwing around. We, no, we were just like, care. fuck it. Just in the car. I've yeah. been in the car many a time coming back from LA and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I'd pull over and be like drunk as fuck. Just pull over. Get like three or four hours of fucking shut eye and just get back in the road when the sun comes up. We uh, did yeah. that at Rosarito one time too. Oh yeah, yeah. A bunch of people from Oxnard were out in Rosarito, so we're like, oh, let's just go meet up with them for a night. So we went out, partied for the whole night, and then after that, we managed to get back to the border and we fell asleep inside oh, the car. We man. actually tried to drive back oh. after that night, Mm-mm. like right when we got to the car. Hey, let's head back. We lasted like an exit. I was like, dude, just pull off. <laughs> and it took like 15 hours to get home after that, dude. We just Damn, have bro. to pull over and chill out for a little bit. But it was the good old days, man. My brother yeah. my brother went to go pick up a car with a friend of his. I forgot where it was. I want to say Phoenix. I don't know where it was, but they drove far to go get the car. And they were just going to go pick it up, put it on a trailer, and bring it back. And it was a single cab truck, so you couldn't even lay down. But the guy he was with, he goes, yeah, just go ahead and go to sleep. We'll take turns and whatever. All right, so they drove all the way out there, <clears throat> picked up the car. But the whole way over there, my brother couldn't sleep because it's a single cab. It's a bench seat, so it has no headrest. So oh, the just glass. the window or my the glass? Was trying to sleep, and the dude's bumping his music. Oh, <laughs> shit. Whatever. They pick up the car, and he goes, hey, man, I'm tired, man. You can drive back. And my brother's like, man, I didn't even get any sleep. And I, I just came from work, you know? So he gets to, they switch spots, and my brother's driving with the trailer. And then he goes, he puts the music down for him so he can go to sleep. Oh, so that's the other guy, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. So he can go to sleep. My brother's driving, he's falling asleep. And he goes, Hey man, wake up, man. I can't drive, man. He goes, Foo. Like, like it was his fault. I'm yeah. like, dude, you're bumping the hallway. You got the most uncomfortable truck to no bring us. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, Some people right. are just fucking inconsiderate, <laughs> man. Man. I, I drove I drove back from Texas to Cali twice, and that was tough, bro. In one shot? Mm-hmm. One shot. Man. Mm-hmm. What is that? Like 16 hours? Yeah, 16, 17 hours. One time I had Richard fly out. Richard Thompson, shout out Richard Thompson, my man's right there, my partner. He flew out and uh met me and stayed at the house for a couple days or something like that. Mm. And then we, we drove back. Man. Yeah. It was so, probably motivation to uh to know that you're coming back home though, right? Yeah. But still a long drive. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely, right. dude. When I lived in uh in Nevada, uh, I made the drive a lot of times, dude. It was maybe like an eight hour drive or something, but still a long time. Yeah, it was definitely a long time. I would just bust that mission solo. You know, I would have some time off of work, and I'll just tell my mom, "Hey, mom, I'm gonna head to Oxnard for the weekend." She say, "Okay," and just be <laughs> gone. Wake yeah. up at like four in the morning and roll out. I even drove the Chevelle back. One time, Damn. dude. Man. The whole, yeah, the Chevelle with a system and Mad everything, gas. dude. Hella gas, yeah, man. <laughs> I feel it twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but that's funny. Uh, good times. Yeah, I suck at driving now. I'm about 44, 45 minutes of drive. I'm like. Oh, really? And you do a lot of driving, man. You know, all the times you go to, though. yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Short to, to like TO. All, up all the grade, the... down the grade, up the grade, oh, down the grade. Man. And I'll probably. A thousand miles a week in the city. It's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. It seems like I in always do that. Yeah. That that drive the uh just at least by LA, you know, mm-hmm. it seems like I do that one all the time. But in the M four I don't mind it at all. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it either. It's a good drive. 
<laughs> I love driving in that car, man. No, Tahoe sucks. So you start hitting the green, it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, we're still, to, we're barely man, moving. It starts yeah. to die out a little bit. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit about high school, man. I know we all had different experiences. <laughs> uh, speaking of your brother, me and your brother used to beef in high school. I don't even remember yeah, and he why. Talks about that really? Yeah. He I was just a little fucking asshole, I guess, dude. Uh, I don't that's probably remember. on both sides, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that shit, dude. Yeah, but he remembers that 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 you guys used to go back and forth and stuff. Damn, yeah. I, I I hope your brother. Stupid stuff, kids. Yeah, do, you it's know? just. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, I had to have like, like an attitude, some machismo, something, dude, because I was tiny, bro. Yeah. And if I didn't, like, people would pick on me even more than they did. Yeah, and that could have been where it came from. Didn't didn't you go like through through like um like a gothic stage too or something like that? Mm. I can't remember. I guess so. I no, think what I, I, what, I, what I remember, and I'm I'm not trying to I'm not no disrespect. No, 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 no yeah. I remember like man. Frank, for being a little kid, he 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 puts himself out there. Like he doesn't, for him to come to school and do what he does, he doesn't really care what people say or think about him. That's I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was like uh you know like system of a down kind mm. of like corn like mm. like that kind mm. of stuff. Yeah, I, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was into that that's stuff. Scary shit. Yeah, I <laughs> I guess at a young age I knew that I was the only one that that could make me happy yeah you know because we even talked about it mm -hmm. before on on on, on the last podcast we did is you think that, it would have been different if you would have had a brother mm, i don't know what what right. anything would have been because i've never experienced that even with my sisters we're both of us uh or me and both my sisters were like four or five years apart either way younger or older so when you have that big of a gap between somebody that's a big difference mm -hmm. that's somebody going in as a freshman and someone who's already graduated from high school my yes. sister when i went in as a freshman she had already graduated so <clears throat> it's it, you're not going to be into the same things and like i was saying when i was in um i think i started noticing it more when i was in junior high that i really didn't have many friends and i, I wasn't clicking with people and it could have been that i wasn't putting myself out there or I don't know what what it was, but I was always to myself, and maybe it was a self conscious thing that I felt like that I looked a lot younger than people. But you were you were even smaller in junior high, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. I remember when I was in. I've probably said this before. When I was in high school, I was talking to somebody, maybe like um, one of my parents' friends or something. They're asking me questions. Say, oh, you go to a, what school do you go? And I said, oh, I go to Wyoming. I said, oh. My uh, my friend's kid goes to Wyoming. Uh, she's in uh, sixth grade. Do you know her? I'm like, I meant Wyoming High School, but <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, not the elementary. Wyoming Elementary. But it was just uh, I had to be able to um, to fend my, for myself at a young age, and just knowing that my parents they were going through whatever they were going through, like the struggles of young mid twenties parents of three children, yeah. you know. They were they were trying to figure it out. How are we gonna get food on the tables? How are we gonna pay for these bills? How are we gonna do all this shit? And I'm not gonna put it in like I can't make any friends, you know. I don't want to put that on them. So I just made made myself did happy. Shit, yeah, yeah you I made, did my you made own friends things. when you came out with those CDs. Remember? I mean, people the, knew you. That that yeah. I kind of feel the same exact way now. 
because if you were to look at it from the outside looking in is that i have mm. so many friends i have thousands and thousands and thousands oh, yeah. of friends but when when it comes to like my birthday or things like that how many friends do i really have how yeah. many friends do i not only do i want to spend time with but do they want to spend time with me i thought about know? that like uh, i tell my brother sometimes too is that you want to know who your friends are when you get locked up when you go to jail and you get married who's mm-hmm. gonna be there for you mm-hmm. on those three times those are your friends are yeah yeah definitely dude and and you or know when you win the lottery that's when they come yeah. out that's when they come oh, out I oh, that's right. yeah. oh that's right we are bffs i forgot that's right yeah we're good yeah and and it's and it's still a real lonely feeling right <clears throat> now just when when you're in the industry for so long and you built these relationships and you think like wow these people are they have my back oh, or when you move too yeah. Who, who comes oh, yeah. Who's going to come help you move? For sure. Who's going to help this, you move? Um, I don't even know. If, this one guy. Acquaintance. Yeah. I thought he was. Well, we. he told us he needed help moving. Well, all right, cool. He's a he's a cop. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, we'll go over there and help you. It was me and my brother and another friend of ours. We went over to help him. And we thought it was going to be a lot of people there. And I'm like, hey, who's where are your, your cop buddies at? Where they going to come help you? Oh, they had other stuff to do. All right, well, let's just do it. So... We started moving. He had a big old U-Haul truck, and I noticed that his father-in-law was just filling the bottom of the truck. Mm-hmm. And I told him, "Dude, we need to stack stuff if we want to do it all in one trip." So he got upset because he wanted they were moving out of their house into a new house, and he wanted to take pictures and all. So I'm like, "Dude, we we can stage it later if you want to take pictures, but I, I, we gotta go. We yeah, gotta move. We got things to do." Yeah. So so um, he ended up getting upset, and him and his his wife, and they ended up leaving. And I'm like, "All right, fine, let's just move." So it's me and my brother and our friend and the the homeowner started moving, putting stuff in the boxes and stuff like that. We moved him into his new house. We got all the stuff down. It was like one or two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. already. Nope. <clears throat> yeah, so so we're done. A couple of weeks go by. And then one of my fr- other friends that knows him too, he goes, hey, what are you doing? I'm a chilling. He goes, I thought you'd be at uh, so-and-so's housewarming party. Like, Shut what? the fuck. What are you talking about? Damn. He's, he's having a housewarming party today. I'd be what? livid, bro. Wow. I'd and I called him. I, I told my brother, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just write this guy off. You know, he's done. Yeah. And my brother's on. I am. I am, but I want to talk to him. Yeah. So he called him. Hey, what's up? You having a house? You can hear people in the back. Oh, what are you doing, man? You chilling? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah. What's up, dude? What's going on? He goes, oh, just, uh, you know, having a housewarming party. Oh, okay. Clean invite. Yeah. Clean invite. After we helped you move, all your cop buddies are there now, but none of them showed up to help you move. All right, cool. That's it. That's whack, man. And that things like that have made me appreciate the people that are really mm-hmm. around. And no matter how long that they have been around, you know, it, it's the kind of people that they are, and that's who I want to have around me. And there's been people um, that have been around for a long time that aren't around anymore. Yeah. And it it uh it's a shame that it had to happen like that but it's just when you get to a certain age dude i mean we we all know it bro there's i don't have time for that bullshit anymore dude i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep catering to you like who the fuck are you Mm -hmm. you know why can't why why can't you hit me up one day and say yo bro we're gonna go to the movies like i'll swoop you up or something. Yeah. We all have fucking cars. Yeah. Why am I the one that has to drive all the time? Why am I the one that has to make that? <laughs> right? Why am I the one that has to fucking make the plans? Yeah. Why am I, you know, and leeches, and leeches bro. It leeches. is, dude. And it's just if, 
if I end up with just me and my immediate family, that's all I really care about, bro. That's it. You know, and I would love to have more people around, but I'm not going to sell myself short anymore. And well, foods are cloud chasers, bro. And yeah. I think that that's uh, that's a big one of the it too. Is. And and I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like you know that downstar is some some big thing or or whatever. But it's just you feel those people that just come around mm-hmm. when things are going cool or when we're having a meet or something, and they want to be posting pictures and shit like that. But when it comes time to to set it up to clean up after <laughs> and and to deal with that kind of shit yeah. no nah, there's very few people man yeah. that's why i always talk about um my guy alex dude my worker alex bro is because he's only 19 years old dude, bro. A solid dude, man. and he has fucking heart bro he has more heart than a lot of adults that i know man and no matter the age difference um that's somebody that I'm going to have around for a long time. You know, I could tell that he was a solid dude. He's mm-hmm. really close to his parents. Yes, yeah. dude. When he yeah. took his parents to go buy a car or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, man. Man, that's cool, man. I like that. And I tell him that a lot of the time, dude. It's just like, that's really cool that you have a good relationship with your parents. And yeah. he's like, he said that he he listened to something or, or watched something. And he um they were talking about they lost their their parents and he was like yeah dude i want to be able to build these memories with them and uh for to be a 19 year old kid and you know going on vacation with just you and your dad from the outside looking in maybe some younger less less experienced (laughs) people like why why'd you go with your dad like why didn't you go with a friend or something yeah yeah. yeah let's take a girl or something but it's just like Nah, dude, because that's not what's important. Like, mm. Alex realizes what's really important that's really in good, life man. at such a young age, man. And that's, I think that that's why I gravitate towards him a lot. And it, I want to gravitate towards people that are like that, that are really genuine people. And um, it's just, it's just a filtering process, man. You, you spend time with people and say say it's a new friend that you make or a old acquaintance and you start hanging out again and you just just got to keep an eye on them dude and you watch how they treat yeah, watch how they other move. people yeah, they're doing things. watch how watch how they treat a, a a waiter or a waitress or something watch watch how many times that they say thank you or yeah. they don't and you just take that into consideration and the first time i ran into camillo again after high school i hadn't seen him forever <laughs> well you know what years after high school i saw him one time he was going to the military i was working at bonds and he came in and um i talked to him for a little while and he said he was going to go to the military i'm like oh shoot and then when he left i remember thinking like man that might be the last time i see him him and nick 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 lady said he was going to go to mm-hmm. but i ended up finding out he didn't go but I remember thinking like, man, that might be the last time I see him. And then I That's came a crazy back. Thought, huh? Yeah, I right. See like that. But it, it hit me like that. I was thinking I was, you know, because I was a cart dude. I went out there and pushing carts. I was thinking like, dude, that that's probably the last time because it's crazy over there. You yeah, know? It, it was it was the, the first push and they were just knocking down doors and stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. He was he was out there. I went to all I have one. Operation Iraqi Freedom one. The very. Like, yeah. Uh, that's not like Desert Storm on all that. It's like the initial push. No fucking way. Then yes, years later, I saw him again at uh, at uh, Wingstop. My brother yep. said, hey, Camilo's back there. And mm-hmm. I saw him. Oh, what's up, man? Yeah. And the same way. Hey, what's up, yeah. man? The same Camilo. <laughs> man. I'm like, man, that dude ain't changed, man. That dude's awesome, man. That dude's uh, cool. So we uh we went on a little tangent. Um, <clears throat> But I want to know what like what high school was like 
for you now looking back at it evaluating it and just looking at it through the eyes of a of a grown man i wish i would have uh done more like i didn't go to prom mm-hmm. i i could have but i didn't I ended up going to like some street races that they had that night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else uh i just i don't know at the same time, I feel like it was just a waste of time because I wasn't going to learn anything in that school. Mm-mm. That school didn't teach anything great. Yeah. And I, I could think of that a handful of teachers that were like my auto body, auto pain teacher was cool. Uh, Mr. Lewis. Yeah. He was cool. And then after that, I can't even think of any other teachers that I liked or that, you know, actually spent quality time teaching me something, you know? Yeah. But the four it. years I was in high school, I think I only remember like three teachers' names. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, uh, you did high school. Yeah, From the outside looking in, you did the high school, right? <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Remember when you work at the hardware store and you made the, and you just cut the chains? And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would bring... I, what happened was I would go to the store and buy these, uh, these uh, like a dog chain, like, yeah. and I would cut it, and then I would make a, a bracelet out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I would I would hand them out to him and Isaac Navarro. You're rocking this shit, bro, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those shoes were tight, though. That I was in junior high, yeah. though, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was like 7th yeah. or 8th grade. I don't remember which one, but one of the two. Yeah, yeah. it was funny, man. I'll never Ju- forget that. Junior high with him was, was really cool, man, because we had like this little NWO versus WWF thing. <laughs> and the funniest thing I always remember is like yeah, he would square up with people. Like we would fight, and it would just be like a big old like WrestleMania Royal Rumble thing. And, and Camilla would put his hands up like this, and he would do this thing where he goes like this. <laughs> yeah. Fast, man. It was like, oh, man, that was a funny thing to me. Man, we used to do funny shit, bro. Funny, man. <laughs> so what what would you have done differently, Camilo? Yeah, let's hear it. Pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even paying attention in class. It's just paying attention to life, bro. You know what I mean? I went through high school thinking I was a shit and I didn't have to listen to nobody. I could do whatever I wanted and nobody could tell me shit. And then I get in the real world and I barely get my shit together at like 30. That sucks, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But from, from junior high to, to high school, you changed too, man. I remember when pause like you say because i remember uh, what's going on here? no 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 because no, i remember uh like we had gone you had gone to football and all that and then i saw you again and like refreshment dude was all big i'm like oh man a little bulked up yeah, i started um he was I the stopped, man and everybody taking, listening uh, he was the man yeah all right <laughs> well, that, it got me nowhere just so that if you're listening and you're in high school it got you here if you're listening and you're in high school just understand being the man gets you nowhere bro. <laughs> one thing i always try to do though and i and and this is like for real for real like, i'm not fucking around i always made sure and i tried my hardest to just treat everybody equally bro. yeah like you know what i mean i talked a lot of shit but i never like try to demoralize people or make people feel lesser than you know what i mean and I always talk to anybody the exact same way. I didn't care who it was. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Still this day, anybody, you know what I mean? But if I could go to high school, if I could change one thing about what I did in high school, I would just pay attention to life, bro, and actually learn from the people that I was associating with, like like the teachers and stuff. I had relationships with all the teachers, but you know what I mean? Like I should have actually paid attention to the teachers. I, I could care less about the lesson. Mm-hmm. I really could, you know what I mean? But I think I think all that goes back to the life that you lived because you lived even before high school, man, mm-hmm. you had been through a lot. I did, I had had a pretty, uh, like you said, you matured yeah, faster young, than, bro. Really than your young, peers. really young. Yeah. So I was already doing shit. Like I was doing shit like in the fifth grade that people were doing like at seniors in high school. You know what I mean? Good Lord, yeah. bro. <laughs> I was doing some wild shit. So, bro. so now that, uh, that you have your son, um, yeah, right? you, how, how's that going? Completely. I'm, how do I'm, you do that? 
Because you you know what it's like to be the cool guy, and then you want your obviously so, who doesn't want their kid to be the cool guy, but at the same time, I tell them all the time that popularity ain't worth shit. Don't try to be cool, bro. You know what I mean? I tell them all the time because my son, if you were to hang out with me, and my son at the same time, it would be overwhelming, bro. Because right. why do you say that? We were we we're like twins. Oh yeah. Like people can't stand us when we're together. We get we get to going, and it's over. People get mad. Like I can't take both of you guys at the same time. Yeah, oh, I hear it all the that's time. Crazy. Really? Yeah, because we just get going, and we're like, even even my daughter, she like sometimes I think she hates us. She's like, ah, <laughs> really? Ah, you guys are so annoying. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, we're just having cool. fun. No, but the cool. only thing is, like, that I would tell from the male uh, perspective for my son. Well, just in high school, because my daughter's not in high school yet. But she, I tell her, I tell both of them all the time, like, let that popular shit go. Like, stop trying to be everybody's best friend. Are like, they, though? Are they popular in high school? Yeah, they are. My yeah. daughter is in eighth grade. She's very popular. My son's pretty popular in high school as well. Because yeah. um, he was just thrown in that school, too, right? Not knowing because most of the kids he probably went to school with didn't go to that school, nobody, right? He goes to school, nobody that he knows went yeah. to that school, yeah. So. No shit. And so he has to build his... Pro- yeah. I mean, if he wanted to, he build his popularity. Mm-hmm. Man. He, so, was, he was popular, like, in the first two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was his hair at the time. Oh, okay. super long hair, and all the girls were like, Your hair is so cute. You know, you know, <laughs> but now it's just a big ass dude. But I always tell my time, you, you know, I I know you're going to talk to girls. I know you are. So, but you're not, I'm not going to find out about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. You in the car with the carpool guys, I don't want to hear them talking to you about none. You know what I mean? You could talk about who's cute or would you rather date, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. stuff is funny. And we did that. And, and I, you know, and, and I'm always in the car with. With the boys, so I always check them. Hey, nah, don't change subject. You know what I mean? But I always tell them like, don't get a girlfriend, bro. Stay away from any kind of like emotional connection with somebody, like a deep one like that. Like obviously, everybody, every boy and every girl is gonna have their little boyfriend girlfriend. That's normal. But don't get to that point where you're 15, 14, 15, and you're I love you forever. Like, don't do it. You know what I mean? There's a wasted emotions. Slim chance you're gonna end up with that person for even more than a semester. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, like honestly. So I tell them all the time. And people always ask, Mike, you got a girlfriend? I'm like, nope, he fucking better not. Just my every mm-hmm. time anybody asks, Mike, you got a girlfriend at school? No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if I find out he does, I'm going to whoop his ass. Because it's just, I, man, girls were like my downfall, bro. Basically, girls have been my downfall my entire life. You know really? I mean? Until entire I, life? Yeah, it, Still? It, no, not done. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say I have my shit together, but I'm doing good. You know what I mean? I got my my head. I've been changing. And it's funny because I like a lot of shit I've learned lately is from, from Frank, from him. From our conversations and then him talking about podcasts, which I was never big on, yeah, to listen to podcasts and then to going into audiobooks now. So it's like, so, but that's what I'm trying to move into is audiobooks, yeah, bro. dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, that'd be dope. But people like, I just, I like try to teach my kids to not be who I was. I tell them all the time, do you guys want to be like me, super cool, and then like be a loser for like 10 years? Like, that's not cool, bro. You don't want to be like that. I said, look, look. I said, look, you guys, when I started like coming around and being consistent in your guys' life, I was struggling. I was getting rides from people. I didn't have a place to stay. Like, uh, we were, you know, shit. One of my friends, Seisha, if it wasn't for her, half the time I wouldn't be able to feed the damn kids sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. You know what I mean? So I tell them all the time, you guys, like, pay attention to what you're doing. Use the gifts that you have to not benefit you in a way of getting over, but to build relationships with teachers and staff members to help you be better in school. You know what I mean? Because my son's, me and my son's charisma level is like the same. My daughter is too, but you know, girls are a little more emotional than yeah. men, so it kind of comes out. You know, she can connect. She can talk to any group of people, but females are just more standoffish in general. Mm-hmm. There's maybe one out of ten is like really outspoken and just jumps into a circle and go talk. 
But my son, on the other hand, he could just walk in any group and be cool with people. That's dope, man. But he uses that to his disadvantage. You know what I mean? He wants to go hang out instead of going and, and talking to the teacher about the issue. and You know, so he's he's a good kid, bro. Both my kids, are, they've never been in no trouble lying. But who doesn't lie as a yeah. teenager? That's yeah. just normal. You know what I mean? I expect it. Plus, like, I always tell. I'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool. But I already know they're lying. You know, yeah. Like, Rod doing 10 times worse that shit. Come on, knock it off. What about you, Frank? What would I have changed about high school? Yeah. Um, I would have probably just, like, opened up a little more and yeah. put myself out there a little more. I, w- I was always um, coming to the conclusion before anything even happened. You know, like where where you guys would kick it at like i would have loved to be right there with the popular kids and i knew everybody but for some reason it it just felt like i didn't belong you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i i know that a lot of that had to do with me and had to do with me not like letting my own uh setbacks hold me back from from making friendships that who knows where they would have came from you know break out of my shell because once i did that uh that's life changed from there life opened up so many doors you know and it and it pretty much got me here where i am at today like the person that i am versus the person that i was is like 180 degree turnaround dude it's not not even the same it is man and and i'm glad that i went through those lessons at the time that i did at when i was a lot younger and i didn't have anything really writing on it you know i went through through tough times but that was internally and um i'd rather go through that a younger age than have to go through that now i feel like from from zero to 34 it was a really great experiences but from 34 to 60 is going to be times 20 yeah you know because i know how i want to be able to I, I know how i want people to receive me as a person and i know how i want to make people feel you know and just right here that that we're we're all sitting down talking to each other that shit's dope man because we we would have never done this Right. If it, if it wasn't for what for the podcast for the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. you know just There'd to be still able to been some memes on Instagram and a couple ha 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 yeah ha ha's here and there yeah. but it it's dope to be able to to have that to like you were saying that like I didn't care it wasn't that I didn't care because I was just like oh I don't care I'm gonna do me or whatever I guess that it, it had the same the same effect but it was just like well I mean this is the stuff that I like and if nobody else likes it. It's not that I'm kicking it with anybody anyway, so I'm not hurting anybody anyways. I'm doing my own shit, you know? And just to be comfortable with with who I was at at an earlier age, I think that um, that would have helped me out a lot. But like you guys said, dude, I didn't really take anything away from high school, bro. I could have left school at eighth grade me too bro and i've been in the same position most. i would have been in the same yeah. position dude i would if i know how to read write do math and yeah basic things because school didn't teach me how to be a man mm-hmm. it didn't teach me how to talk to people mm-hmm. or how to open up or how to deal with uh you know thoughts that i might be having inside and 
didn't think of any of that. But like at, at a young age, you had a business sense too, man. Really young, no? Yeah. Who else was selling bro. CDs like at a, in their teens? That's different. Coming up with a list and yeah, sending out the dude. list and giving out the list. I like, think man. what what that came from is just seeing. Um, and I always come back to like seeing my my family struggle, but it wasn't a struggle. It was seeing that that money was always an issue. So we couldn't we couldn't go do this because it was because of money. We didn't have the new yeah, uh, system or something because it because of money. So I knew the value of money at a really young age, and I knew that my dad was on his grind, man, and I wasn't gonna put more shit on his plate because of my my selfishness because i wanted the new video game or yeah, something yeah. like that i wanted new shoes or what even back in the day when it was skateboarding yeah. because i wanted a new skateboard yeah he would have bought me a skateboard but it was like no nah, dude if i can figure out a way to get this on my own i'm gonna do that and that's kind of like where uh the the whole cd thing mm -hmm. came into play i don't even know how it started off but somebody had to have told me yo I'll buy a CD from you. That's that had to be how yeah. it started. Hey, if you get it from me, I'll give you five dollars. I'm like, oh, what? Okay, do yeah. I have this CD too? I have this. Yeah. I have this. You know, because I remember going to Best Buy and looking at the CDs and being like, like, I'm gonna pay this for a CD. I can just get it from Frank. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, back in the yeah, day, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah that's nutty, bro. Yeah, it was a good learning experience, man. And even you brought the yearbook, dude. That's the yeah, one, man. 2002. This is like the best year of, of life in general. <laughs> and just it says, opening this up and looking at people is just funny, bro. I know. Like people's faces and shit. I, it just says, dude, in there is Downstar selling CDs. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, within the first yeah. couple of pages, right? Yeah. And I it was, was like on probably the student like, life what, or some shit, right? 15 or something like that. It was in black and white, wasn't it? God, I think it's the it's next up, next one over. Guys, if you're just listening right now, we're looking through the yearbook. Yearbook from 02, from Hunimi High School. Right there, there dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, look at that haircut. I know, like, dude. Why do I look mad pale, bro? It says, Downstar, Downstar question mark. Frank Garcia shows off his company name. Many students like him, uh, like him advertise products and companies on their clothing. Nobody did that. Nobody no one did, did that. that. No, when I read that, I'm like, who did that? Yeah, nobody, I, nobody did ever that. did that. And that's the lying. Oxnard hater in him, dude, <laughs> yeah. whoever wrote this in the yearbook. Yeah, like, Man, he can't be he probably, the only one doing it. He probably hates you to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to whoever that was that put friend. it in there. We can find out who the editor was. Shit. <laughs> I know. Right oh, right shit, you can? Yeah. Oh, you're right, dude. <laughs> Hector. Shout out to Hector. I'd be cutting his hair still. Guys. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he's cool. If you still have your right yearbooks there. around, I, I would uh, recommend just looking through them and just trip out. Yeah, just, for, just fun. for fun, man. It's um. I remember this, Joker. You remember that guy? It's a yeah. very humbling experience. He was a wheelchair, no? mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> My God, dude. But yeah, that's what I would have changed about remember high that? school. But Did that happened? Hell yeah, I remember that. That's oh, crazy, yeah. huh? I uh, man, high school. Take it for what it's worth, guys, and don't. Anybody that's still in high school or has kids in high school, tell them to take that shit for what it is, and once it's over, just keep it moving. Yeah, man, don't don't try to live. If you're in high school right now, don't try to live too fast, man. You're gonna you're gonna have the rest of your life to uh do whatever the hell you're going to do. Mm -hmm. Don't don't live it too quick, dude. You just live every year as it comes and uh take any experiences that you can from it. 
And nothing in high school is going to define you. No, hell no. No, it just... Nope. And nothing nothing really defines you anyway, do you? you constantly you're, growing. You're constantly, constantly growing, growing all yep. the time, mm-hmm. man. You're, you have to think of your, your life as a story, as a book. And um, each, each year you have the opportunity of changing the story if you want. Yeah, dude. There we go. That's, right there. You're, you're fucking With my liberty spikes, dude. Damn, oh, yeah. spikes. I looked real awkward right there, bro. Shout out to little Frank, dog. <laughs> bangs. Where are bangs really popping back then? Bangs, dude. Bro, I'll bring my yearbook one day when we if we if we cast again. I'll bring my yeah. yearbook. You guys will fucking trip on my yearbook, bro. It's so nutty. How thick is that thing like this? Bro. With all the notes. People were like creating pages to put in my yearbook, bro. That's crazy. He was telling crazy, me that. Yeah. He's like making like a little pop up. Like multiple females would like take a page and they'd stick it on here. So when you open it up, it had like three more pages taped together with like picture collages and like yeah, stains. Right. And, and it all started with first off. <laughs> <laughs> they all started with first, first off. off. You took my virginity. Yeah. <laughs> Check that one off the box. Good lord. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, but it was good times though, dude. I whatever. Enjoyed it. I mean, whatever whatever you have going on, dude, you always gotta be able to pick out anybody the, ever uh, go through and try to call the number from their yearbook? Nah. Call her right now. I bet you that number's still there. Nah, she's not here. It would have been a house number, huh? Yeah, yeah it is. Right. We're all four eight threes. Four eight three, four eight seven. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Oh, that's dude. nutty, bro. I have a few of my yearbooks. I think I might have all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have all yours? I have my freshman in this one. Because my sister was in I the, have the white one. The white one's freshman. And then I have a black one. I don't know about that. And this one. <clears throat> my sister was on the yearbook staff for freshman. No, I lied. I have a white freshman? one, a red one, and a black one. I don't have this one because I dropped out. I didn't get it. You didn't get it at all? No. Uh-uh. So you don't have this one? Mm-mm. You're in this one the most. I lied. I do have this one. Yeah. Which one do I? Yeah, I do have this you one. You got to so. have this one. So maybe I have all four then. You dropped out? Yeah, dropped out. Really? So there's a white one? A red one. Okay. A black one. Okay. And then this silver one. So that's one, all right? four, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll trip. So what what did you do after that? Like when did you decide that you weren't gonna go to school anymore? You were a senior already? Shit, I was like fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Initially? Yeah, I was like, fuck this place. I'm out of here. Nah, well, it was my senior year, and really, I just I just didn't want to be there at all. I didn't give a fuck. I was working at Kmart, mm-hmm. and me and my friend Matt were renting out like the back part of his of his mom's house in uh, in Durley Park. Um, and we were doing our own thing. We were making our own money. We had. Where, know, where were you working? What were you doing at Kmart? I was like oh, oh, oh. randomly, like sometimes in the sports department, garden, whatever. You know, oh, no way. Just, yeah. So. Um, but you know the back of the houses where they have like it's not like an add-on it's like a sunroof and a sunroom and it has like the a patio kind the, of thing. yeah it's covered though and it has like yeah. thing and then it has windows all the way around it okay okay so she had one of those in the back of her house so she rented it to us and it was dirt cheap it was a few hundred dollars a month we do we just thought we were doing our thing though you know back then you're getting paid hundred twenty dollars every two weeks so you thought you were balling you yeah know I mean? this is like two thousand and one to going into two thousand and two ish and um yeah bro I moved out of my parents' house moved in with him we were doing our own thing. And uh, shit was good, bro. And finally, I I always knew that I never wanted to go to school. Like Mm -hmm. I don't care what nobody says. I and it's not even about like it's just I just knew that school for me was never going to be a benefit. You know what I mean? I just knew that I just was wasting my time being there. And uh, one day we were at school and me and Matt were just walking. It was during class. We went to get a soda from that soda machine that was close to the office. 
mm-hmm. on like if you're looking at like the principal's office, it's like down just a little ways before the music room, and we both got orange soda. We're walking down the back to the. We're just minor own bitches walking around, and Mr. Saunders came out. His oh. office was right there. He goes, "What are you guys doing?" And the math's like, "None. Just can't get a drink. You don't get drinks during class. That's why you have nutrition break and lunch." And he was like, "Well, I'm thirsty right now. Like, get a drink. You know what I mean?" So I walk in. He's like, "You guys need to get to class." He's like, "Where do you think we're going?" You know, we got smart asses. You know, yeah. whatever. So Mr. Saunders grabs his soda and then grabs his hand, and Matt Saunders pulls his shit back. You don't ever put your fucking hands on me again. Oh, and wow. Mr. Saunders threw the, the soda down. I threw my soda down. And he was like, You two, you two, get off this campus. You guys are out of here. You guys are you guys are no longer walking on this campus. Get out of here. What? Yeah. We're like, What, what? do you mean? Yeah, bro. He was like kicking Kicked us off the campus. Out. Yeah. So and that wasn't even like we didn't even care about that. We walked back to the house. We didn't even care. We ate. We played basketball at night. We came back the next day with our bags full of books, set them right there in front of the little window where they take the thing. We walked out. We that was never came back. That's it. That was it. Oh shit! Never got a call. Nothing. My mom called. Like my mom called. She's like, "Uh, "Are you going to school?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Why?" I was like, "She dropped out." She's like, "Wow!" And she just hung up. Oh wow! (laughs) No way! She knew that you were going to change your mind, huh? Huh? She knew that you weren't going to change your mind to go back. uh -uh. Yeah. My mom knew already. Yeah. She knew. She knew. She knew I wasn't coming around. Man. So I'm never going back. Yeah. That was it. I couldn't even imagine putting up with that as a parent right now, dude. Like if Christian were to tell me that, dude. I'll probably choke slime. Yeah, I'll or beat the fuck out of bro. my son. Yeah. <laughs> as big as my son is, bro, I'll dog walk his ass. He knows. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't quitting shit. Yeah, he was fucking up in school just this last couple of weeks, bro. I got on his bumper. Really? Up, bro. Checking on him, like, just micromanaging him. And all his oh, grades, yeah? All his grades skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. So that's what you got to do. You know, as much as my parents loved me and cared about me, like, they knew. And this is kind of sucks saying it, but they knew there was nothing they could do. Like, And that's hard for a parent to realize, you know what I mean? They knew there's nothing they could do because I'm going to do what I want to do and I don't care how much we argue or fight, I'm not going to change my mind because I'm going to do whatever I want to do and nobody's going to tell me anything different. And they knew that. Now, I remember my mom telling me recently, like November last year, I was at her house. I was out there for like four days. And I remember the first night we were sitting upstairs and she's doing the same thing she's done since I was a kid. She's eating no damn sunflower seeds, bro, and watching like medical stuff on her iPad. Obviously, we didn't have iPads back then, but you know. And she goes, man, you know what, Camillo? She calls me Camille. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Camille. You know, Camille, I'll never forget how hard it was to raise you. Oh, man. <laughs> I said, what you mean? She's like, ah, you know, I just, my whole life, and I never was, nothing was ever as hard and as stressful as it was raising you. She's like, you were a damaged young kid with an attitude. And she was like, I just would stay up some nights just crying until the sun came up almost. Shut the fuck yeah, up. How'd she, that make you feel? I Man. felt like shit, bro. I honestly felt bad. But, I mean, 25 years ago, 25 years from then, wow. like, you know. Yeah. And obviously, you know, I said, I'm sorry. You know, I loved you. You know, this, that, and the other. She's like, no, I never thought. I never didn't think you didn't love me or care for me. But she's like, I just knew, like, everything that was going to happen with you was going to be a huge confrontation every time. She's like, because you're just, you're a wild. And she's like, I just couldn't, no matter how hard we try to control you, we couldn't. And we knew the things you were doing, but we knew there was no way to stop you. So we just turned, we just let you do it. Oh, man. Yeah. It was crazy, bro. Yeah. I felt bad. I felt bad in my heart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Man, put my parents through that shit. But well, I'm sure they're really proud of you now, man. Now, yeah. We went like 10 years without talking. Really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That long? Yeah, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Long time. Maybe not 10, maybe like six, seven, eight, but. Still. Even anything mm-hmm. over a few months. That's no conversation lot, whatsoever. So, Danny, what about you, man? What What was your uh, <clears throat> your upbringing like? 
I don't know, man. I don't even know how to put it. Like we moved a lot, a lot. We moved to Arizona for six months. We lived out there. Came for back. Your, your parents just trying to find work, or what was the? My reason dad was for... in. A, was was a machinist. Oh, okay. So, is he worked here for a company called Abex? It was a, uh, like a aerospace company. So okay. he would make brakes for like seven forty sevens, and uh, the company would shut down. We lost our house, so we ended up moving to a a, a rental. From that rental, moved to another one. My dad heard that there was work in Arizona for what he can do. We went over there. There was nothing. No shit. Nothing. My dad, like looking back at it, I when I was older, I had conversations with my dad about why we went out there because I was young. I didn't know anything. And I asked him, how bad was it over there? He goes, really bad. He goes, it got to the point where I thought I wasn't have to beg for money, like on the street. Like, no you know, way. I had a family. I'm like, yeah, Man, I didn't know it was that bad for you, dad. Because he was the only one working. For whatever reason, my mom never worked. Yeah. She worked here and there taking care of kids and stuff like that, but that dried up. That's how it was, though, growing up, traditional Mexican family. Yes. Same same with me, too, man. My mom, she would maybe babysit every once in a while yeah. but it was i think it was like a pride thing that that the husband felt mm-hmm. like he he had to be the breadwinner yeah and back in the day like it was still possible to do that yeah it was you only needed one income back in the day you could you could survive like that yeah yeah so you guys went to arizona trying to find work and it, he worked for a couple of companies out there and then he ended up getting some money to move back so we moved back and then my dad's old company that that shut down here was still going on work. It was still operating in Hong Kong. My dad would fly out to Hong Kong six months at a time and work out there and come back. He was making good money then. Oh shit, Hong Kong. <clears throat> yeah, but oh. I wouldn't see my dad for like six months at a time. You know. Oh gosh, gotcha. that's nutty. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I remember one time when we were still in Arizona, they called him and said, "We want you guys. We want you to come back, but you have to fly out to Hong Kong." So he got all his stuff ready. He was ready to go. And then that night, um. He started putting on his clothes, getting his, his suitcase ready, and we're thinking like, dude, you're going to leave? We're here in Arizona. We don't know anybody. You're mm-hmm. the only one, because my mom didn't drive. Yeah. You're the only one that drives that can get us, but we live close to like markets and stuff like that. But um, uh, I remember my brother started, we all started crying. I started crying. My brother started crying. My mom's like, don't leave, don't leave. And he took off his shirt. He goes, I'm not going. He turned on money, even though he could have made good money over there. I think he was getting like sixty bucks the hour. Wow! Doing machining work over there. Back in the day, that yeah, was back like, in the day, I was like, no, bro, dollars, bro. Rip, wow! And he turned it down and he stayed with us. He was able to. I'm like, fuck y'all, kids. Get about me. <laughs> y'all want this money or not? Leave me that alone. <laughs> so we ended up moving back, and then um, he moved to we moved to Georgia because the company was there too, and uh, he we lived in Georgia for a year came back moved around a lot man my whole life i moved i was counting with my wife the other time the a couple nights ago i think we moved like 20 times man wow what? yeah 20 that's times. bonkers bro different that's why to this day i hate moving i moved a lot but i can not 20 times hate Loki, it, it might have been 20 i just don't remember but yeah. i moved a lot too yeah but i don't know about 20 bro yeah but the, well i guess as a kid you don't really realize that you're moving a lot until you're actually like Older. Yeah. Because yeah. as a kid, you don't really do shit when you move. Your mom's yeah. like, get your room together. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I still right. got the boxes from yeah. last time. It's still say kid's room or whatever. Yeah. Mike and Danny's room. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's so, funny, bro. man, it was just moving a lot, man. And th- Until we finally came back from Georgia and we stayed here and we just, I just lived here for the rest, you know, didn't move. There's nothing else for me out there anywhere. Probably yeah. That I, wanna, I don't want to go back to Georgia. I don't want to go back to Arizona. I'm good about here. now or are you talking about then? <clears throat> now. Yeah. Now, I don't. But like you said, you want to move. 
I could see myself moving, but I don't know. Like, I would have to bring my brother with me. Yeah, you know sure. I mean? for yeah. Sure. No, Georgia's actually pretty dope, Georgia's man. Dope, Atlanta, I would love to live yeah, out there. Dude. It's dope cool. now, 20 years later. Yeah, 20, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't live in Atlanta. I lived, uh, I think, four hours, four, three or four hours south in a, in a town called Dublin. Oh, okay. Dude. One sheriff town type no, town. You know? Nah, dude. Anything within forty five minutes away from Atlanta, they didn't sell. That's, that's too far. They didn't sell alcohol on Sundays. Yeah, they, I lived uh, in a place like that. Yeah, yeah it was I crazy. That shit no. barely changed. It's, it's like, crazy. Within man. the last few years, I remember going. I remember moving to Georgia um, to my buddy's house for a few months. And oh, that's right. You live legit in Valdosta, small ass city. Uh, legit went to the thing. And there was a lot of like, hey, you can get a get, no, we don't sell alcohol. What do you mean? I don't sell no alcohol on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, yeah. I'm trying to get hammered. You know what I'm saying? What are you about? <laughs> so were your uh were your parents pretty strict? Were they really involved in like your your hmm. y- your life, what you had going on? Not really. Not really. My dad was was um he could tell that me and my brother were were mechanically inclined when we were little. So he nurtured that. That was cool about him. Like mm-hmm. um, when he would work on the car, he would, even though like I do it now with my nephew, like I'll, I'll try to teach him something, but he loses interest quick. Mm-hmm. And I know that my dad didn't do that. He would still be like, come on, you can do it. You know? Mm-hmm. And even though it would, it would take three times as long for me to do, like he would help, I would help him do the brakes on his car or do a tune up or change an alternator and things like that. Even though he can probably get my dad can get in there, boom, 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 get it yeah. done. He would still be in there and be like, do this and do that and do that. And I really appreciate Looking back now, yeah. I appreciate that he, that he took the time to do that. That's dope. Yeah. yeah that was that's what made me uh really mechanically inclined was because same thing yeah you know it was like fuck i don't want to do this shit my dad's like we're gonna change the brakes today <laughs> fuck oh. that man i want to chill you know but once you're in there doing it i'm like oh, all right this is cool and then you go for a drive and then you still get that experience you're just yeah. like oh hell yeah we accomplished yeah. something yeah so, and then when i started getting my first cars and he's helping me real or he was doing it, but I'm watching him rebuild the carburetors and figuring things out. And That's my cool. dad's really good at like figuring out how something works and tearing it apart. Mm-hmm. Before you two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, Before dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's when you got to know somebody or know yourself. Yeah, yeah. he would find something that, right. that didn't work right and he'll figure out like, okay, well, what's what's not working? You know, this isn't spinning the tape, right. the, mm-hmm. the VCR. This isn't spinning. Okay, what is, oh, it's this little piece is broke. Let me glue it. Boom. There it works, you know, and it's kind of like making making something come back mm-hmm. to life again, dude. Yeah. And, and that was something that I learned at a young age that I took to this day, man, even rebuilding all these cars, bro. The, the way that I learned how to do that is because I know what it takes to make the motor run, what what we could take out, right, what right. we could put in. And um, see, with me, my, me and my brother, it was both of us. So we, we would be eager to get in there. And my dad would be like, "All right, well, you do one side, and yeah. you do the other." So, but so he had to, he had to divide it up like that. That's like, cool that you guys yeah. had that want, you yeah. know, to, to even it was just always to be there. in there and to uh, <clears throat> want to get that knowledge. Like I, I like like little motorbikes, things yeah. like that, like mini bikes and stuff. Like even since I was little, I like to build them, and even now I got a couple still, and we take them out and drive them. But I like working with like mechanical stuff. So I, w- I always like to ask this to people, man, because uh, should I try to figure it out my damn self? Like, what what are your guys' hobbies that you have? That something that you would want to do right now if you can go do it, just to have fun. It's weird, man, but probably work on my truck. Do really? To it, or even like I said, I ride the mini bikes. We mm-hmm. take them down the river bottom, just ride them all the way to almost to like Sadakoy almost. 
and then like Sadakoi Liquors at, you know, yeah. and then back. That's and dope, dude. Hell oh, yeah. Whenever you want, we can go. Really? I got four of them, man. Dude. Yeah. I'm down to do that on a Wednesday oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when, man. We'll I'm go. free tomorrow nice. after 12. Right? <laughs> I just load them in the back of the truck and take Damn. off. Damn. What about you, love? Honestly, I don't even know, bro. It's it's funny because one of my biggest hobbies used to be uh, working out, exercising. Mm-hmm. But now I don't know. Resting, bro. Yeah, I know, dude. It's a shame, man, because like sometimes I can't even come up with. Something I always think either, like, you know? you know, sometimes I sit down. I'm like, all right, think of a hobby. What's something fun? <laughs> like, what's something fun to do? Yeah, you know, I but, feel yeah. pathetic sometimes, dude, because I'm just like, don't do so. I don't. Yeah. What, what can I do that's fun? And right now is is probably the best time that I can do anything that I've ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm just still thinking, like, I I think that in my head that I'm still in some kind of like like box it still hasn't it still hasn't really clicked to me that like this is this is life this mm-hmm. is what my life is yeah, yeah i'm still waiting for something to to just i'm waiting for the company to just crumble yeah the next day <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm waiting for something you know uh, my wife to be like yo i don't want to be with you no more i'm waiting for because <laughs> yeah. like how can everything be going so well right, how right. can everything be so dope you know and and i and maybe that's a feeling that i i still have left over from when i was a kid you know and i don't know man i, I think told my wife the same thing like um the other day well went back a couple months ago when it was raining a lot for the whole month or whatever it yeah was, i told my wife man i always feel like i gotta be doing something i don't know how to just sit and just watch tv or just take something like i, I want to do something anything and when it when it was raining, I'm just like crawling up the wall. I'm like, oh, I gotta get out of here and do something. I just can't be home. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, I can relax my ass off, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, no, I I feel you on that, dude. And it's just uh, it, it, I just gotta keep moving. Yeah, gotta keep doing something. Like sports, it, sports has never been my thing. I can't sit down and watch sports. I'll watch the Super Bowl or the playoffs or something like I'm that. The same way. I don't yeah. really watch sports either. I think about that um that um. Uh, that movie the bronx tale where he goes when was the last time mickey mantle paid the paid the rent yeah. you know i think about that all the time like when people funny. are so invested into <laughs> yeah. sports oh kobe oh lebron or yeah oh, definitely dude. That. you know if you gotta if you gotta raise that work is, is kobe going oh yeah great job great job no no, no, no. Man, you don't that's care funny because people get in my chair all the time and they say hey you been watching the playoffs like oh no no <laughs> So who thinks gonna take it? Oh yeah, I just say whoever heard Mo or somebody said, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably this guy he's working really good right now. And in my head, I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck this person is. Yeah, yeah. like uh, when people call me to set up their appointments. Oh, no, we're playoffs this weekend or the the uh, Super Bowls this weekend. Oh, I'll still care. wash your car. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. No. I cut hair on all holidays. I cut the day short, but I still cut the hair on yeah. every holiday. Yeah, I don't care. You know what's been really tight is that uh, Christian's been getting into skating. And oh, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. can see that I, I could see the light in his eyes, bro, that he just has that feeling mm-hmm. like uh, on the weekend he got he was out there at like eight in the morning. That was funny skating. when you tricked him. When you said you're gonna go see somebody in the hospital that got shot. Oh or something. yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so <laughs> like, uh, five to... points. Yeah. Uh, if you park in the back, that's like kind of where CMH is right mm-hmm. there. So I told Ash, I was like, yeah, he's been talking about skating a lot. I want to go get him like a real deck. So we went and uh, we have like man's day. That's what yeah, we call yeah. it. It's cool. just me and him, and we'll hang out and go eat or something like that. So I was like, yo, dude, um, we gotta go run an errand real quick. He's like, all right, cool. So we go to the back of the hospital and I park right there and it's right right there's the skate yeah. shop. Yeah. And he's like I was like, Yeah, dude, my buddy, he got shot, bro. We're about to go see him right now. He's like, He's probably oh, thinking, really? Who? <laughs> yeah. It's like which who buddy got shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. 
He's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. And then we open the door and I'm like, all right, just kidding, bro. He's like, what? And we go in there, dude, That's and cool, though. check out the shop. And so he was so excited, uh, man. I've never seen him this excited about something. Because uh, he's like, he's into into soccer, but it was pretty much, he was raised on. Ever since he was a kid, his mom put him into soccer. Mm-hmm. And that's all he's known. And this is kind of his first thing, his first uh, like sport that you want to say that he kind of uh, uh, found on his own, which surprised both of us. Mm-hmm. We're like, skating what the hell but then for me i'm like hell yeah i do now have a little brother bro (laughs) like hey uh you want me to take you and your friends to go skating i'll I'll take you if you want like but it's me as like hell let's go skate bro what did that mean when because i remember in the podcast you were talking about something about eights they're they're skating eights now or something like that the width of the deck okay okay so when you would buy a buy a skateboard back in the day it would be like a seven and a half would be the width seven mm-hmm. and a half inches and that's wide deck. or what I don't well, yeah the, the width of the deck so the wider it is i felt it was since i was a lot smaller it's harder to maneuver the board's heavier it's uh it's harder to flip and things like that but for some reason the kids nowadays that that's all they skate is wide decks like an eight is is the standard now so that's what we got him started on but okay that same day i got a whole complete setup for me too because i wanted to skate with you him. dress it up with your own hardware no no Why not? Cause <laughs> it's, it's coming bro oh it's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah yeah that'd be dope um man. so we got a whole complete setup and i told the guys like yeah i want i want a seven seven five and he's like, are you sure i'm like fool Yes, dog. Yeah. I'm almost your age. I know what the hell yeah. I want. Like, give me what I want. And the 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 dude he's telling Christian, like, I know why he's telling him. But he's like, yeah, you ride this how you want, no matter how anybody else tells oh, wow. you. Uh-huh. I'm like, get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here, bro. You know. And later on, I told Christian, I was like, you know that dude, bro. And he's like, yeah. I was like, you know, that's that's like a um, that's like a a 45 year old. 16 year old he's yeah. like what do you mean i'm like because that's the mentality that he's in mm-hmm. you if you you can't grow past that if everything that you surround yourself with is a young demographic mm-hmm. and i feel the same exact way in the automotive community is that i have to either bring up the community and show them an example or i can't bitch about it I have to do something about it and show them, look, there's there's a more mature way of, of conducting yourself, doing things, having respect, uh, or just don't even complain about it. Just don't say anything about it or just get out of the community. Mm-hmm. But there's no way I'm going to be 45 year old and telling somebody some shit like, <laughs> yeah, don't listen to anybody else. Do, do it how way. you want to do, do it. whatever yeah. you want to do. You know, like, no, nah, dude, I knew exactly what that dude was saying, but it's not his fault, bro. He's just stuck, stuck in his bro. second child. reminds me of this video I saw. <laughs> the- like the dude that never left his hometown on Instagram, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's just hilarious, bro. Olive Garden, bro. Yeah. Olive Garden for uh that shit's funny. For Valentine's Day and Hell shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> no disrespect to anybody else, man. Yeah. It's just like do whatever you're gonna do. You know, if that's the kind of life that that brings you happiness. Cause at the end of the day, that's all we're we're searching for. It's yeah, just but, happiness. But people that, and I don't give a fuck who's listening. Most of the people that stick around in their hometown and they're just working the nine to fiver and that's it. They're not happy. I don't care yeah. what you say. They're not fucking happy, bro. No, they're not. And they don't dude. like their job and they don't like what they're doing and they want to do something else. <clears throat> but like we said in the last podcast, they're scared, bro. Well, yeah. you, you had talked about that. You said how um, that, that, that people are groomed from school to be yeah. able to go, you know, lunch, break. 
more work. Yeah. yeah. And then they go into the factories and work in, in an uh, it, see, assembly back in the, line. I don't know if it was like the 50s or 60s or whatever, but yeah. they industrialized everybody like that. Right. Like that's how they set it up. So they can just go straight yeah. into work and work in an mm-hmm. assembly line. Yeah. I never thought yeah, about bro. it like that. It's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. Especially it this, doesn't. This, uh, this day and age that we're in, like you can save... If you can save three thousand, five thousand bucks, you can start your business. Hell from yeah! There. They should teach like that in school, like how how to start a business. Yeah, yeah. Know? How to keep the business going? How yeah. to keep payroll going? Things like that. But no, they don't. They don't. Yeah, but that knowledge is out there, man. Yeah. And if you guys are listening right now, if you want to better your life, if you're in a situation that that sounds like we're explaining, where it's a nine to five kind of thing, like there's nobody to blame but yourself. No, absolutely you know? not. And if you if you're working somewhere where you can learn some kind of skill, you learn that skill because that's free education mm-hmm. that you're getting right yeah, there. Yeah. And when you get off work and you go kick it with these people who make you feel like shit or who who joke on you or just so you could feel like you're part of something, dude. You're you're giving them time out of your life, and mm-hmm. when you get when you get older, the, those minutes turn into hours, dude. Yeah. Uh, Ten minutes feels like a whole fucking day, man. When you mm-hmm. waste when you waste time with somebody who you don't even want to be around, and that's that's probably something that I would regret not for high school, but for my mid early to mid twenties is spending time with people who really genuinely didn't care about me. Right. And uh, I mean, it's it's a learning experience, man, and like they say, man, a, a smart person learns from their mistakes, but a wise person learns from the mistakes of others. And mm-hmm. I, I love to put my mistakes out there and the things that I've learned because I'm I'm completely satisfied with where I'm at nowadays. And if I've went through those trials and tribulations and I'm at where I'm at right now, that means that, that you can make it there too, you know? But... uh. Damn, man, I really appreciate you guys coming and sitting down yeah, and man. doing this, man. I, I think that this is something that, that we could do every once in a while, dude. It's always good to just sit down with friends and yeah. talk about talk life. About. And uh, I, don't never, I don't never sit down and talk to nobody no more. It's always a few texts here and there, a couple of jokes, a meme. You know what I mean? That's it, huh? Yeah, very rarely do I sit down and just have like conversations about like everything. And when I do, it's never the right time. It's always after a few drinks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Hell yeah. But uh, I thank you guys for being here. And uh, Danny, really, I, I appreciate you listening to oh, yeah, podcasts man. all the time. And for sure. I always appreciate your input on it. And you're one of the first people that I hit up to ask, like, yo, how was the episode? Oh, because, really? Well, yeah, because that, the, the info that you can give me, any feedback you give me on it, helps me in the direction that I want to go. You know, I don't want to be the next Joe Rogan. I want to be like, I want to be me, but that's, that's the way that it's moving towards Mm -hmm. where he can talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. He, people, people see the value in him and I want people to see the value that I can bring. And I want to be able to bring value, you know? So we'll see where this podcast stuff goes, man. I was doing good right now. I like yeah. it. Thank you, man. Yeah, but uh, before we get off, sh- uh, if you guys can, just let them know where they could find you at. I'm, I'm standing every Wednesdays and Thursdays on the corner. Of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm in the pink, uh, <laughs> pink spandex out now. Uh, so you can come check me out on my Instagram. It's kind of boring because it's like my actual personal page. Um, but that's just really who I am at uh, the underscore Camilla 42, I think. But don't look there. Go to loafscuts.com. No. <laughs> you can find me at, at loafscuts, at loafs underscore cuts. That's my haircut page. Or at the Barber Lounge um, 1. At Barber Lounge underscore Barbershop 1. 
Yeah. And you never got that page back or Man, I got the page hacked. It was over after that. That's really it? done, yeah. And I think it was somebody that I know or somehow. And see, I remember you posting something about if you have a business, you should have your your page not private. Yeah. That's yeah. that's why I have my page private. I don't want to get hacked and then lose it. Yeah. What am I gonna do? I don't have to bet those pictures backed up. Yeah. So what what would you suggest? You just gotta risk it, bro. Just risk for it? real, hey, bro. man. Because with with private risk pages, all, baby. people yeah. people won't click it. But at no, the same, never. I never do. I hate private pages. At the same pages. time, I don't want to work for just anybody. I don't want to do like a minivan that's like been neglected for months and months. I want to work for cars that people that people that love their car, that see the value in their car, mm -hmm. you know, people that appreciate their change being washed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> straight uh, up. They're changed. Yeah, for real. That's the real, that's some real ass shit. Man. Yeah. And then uh, mine's uh, detail underscore md. Detail md. Yeah. What is md? Yeah. It was gonna be Mike and Danny, Mike, Mike, but Mike decided to go do his own thing, so I still kept the md because it works off the logo. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So oh, you be like, man. I'm the doctor of MD. And there you go. Of, there you of go. Detailing, I mean, yeah. Make sure you tell your brother I said, what's up, man? I talk to him every once in a yeah, while yeah, yeah, on sure. uh, on Instagram. But uh, I think it's dope that, that shit, 15 years later, yeah, right? we're back communicating again. That's, yeah, cool, that's cool, man. That's the power of social media. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Hell yeah. But thank you guys for listening. Once again, sure. Downtime with Downstar, episode 57. We out. Peace. Gone.